live from Walnut Kills. This is Lucha World number... 33? Crazy Crazy 33. 33. Yes. <laughs> Crazy 33. Oh, I forgot to get the... I'll, I'll go right now. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Oh, so much to talk about. Yeah. And a little tidbit that you were just telling me about, Fredo, is Juarez... Yeah, Juarez is airing. Um, it's you can find it online, the live stream from the the channel forty four channel um, from Juarez. They're streaming um, old, their current. They're mixing in the current lucha, Juarez mm-hmm. lucha with some older footage. Wow! So you can mm. see like Rocky Star versus Nero Casa nice. stuff like that. Nice. Should be it. Should be good. I look forward to yeah. it. I don't know if I'll be able to see the stream because it's on. I think it's on Saturdays. Like at like. In the afternoon, mm. I might be able to, but I, I mean, say, some are weeks. you busy on Saturday afternoons? Most yes. of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm always busy. Going to Lucha Underground all the time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which uh, yeah. we we'll talk about that afterwards. We'll talk about it a little later. Yeah. Uh, the we, big news is still what is the hugest mega card in Mexico City in years and years. Was that Coacalco? The exactly. Colisomania in uh, Monterey? That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> or was it the Chilanga Mass show? <laughs> no? It was the anniversary? It CML? was the anniversary show. The 81st which, anniversary? Which was really fun. Second straight year, we got to watch it on Terra. And I don't know, know about you, but I had absolutely no problems. I had no me. problems either. Um, actually, what happened, like I know a couple of people like were having issues early on. Uh-huh. Is it working? <laughs> yeah, it's working. <laughs> um, what happened? You might have not seen the. Did you see the part, the Sonora Dinamita playing? Did no. you go? You went right after. What's that? You went after. You caught it after, like as the show started. As the show started, yeah. yeah. Uh, they started off like a like an hour earlier mm-hmm. with Sonora Dinamita, like this huge band in Mex in um, Latin America. They play cumbia and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started out. I tweeted out the 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 link, and like. Dave Meltzer caught it like a half hour, like right as Sonora Dinamita was finishing, because they finished like at six. Right. And for whatever reason, I don't know why they had them playing. They had the one of the biggest Latin bands playing to an empty arena, <laughs> basically. That is true. So, so, um, so then like at six, Dave Meltzer tweets me back. He's like, I don't see anything. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, this is the story of my like situ- my dealings with Dave Meltzer. They never like really work well. That's why I don't I don't send him a lot of news and stuff because it's like it's never it never turns out well for 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 him or for me. There's or, always a there's always some yeah coming, but that's that's very common with a lot of people when you oh, send yeah. them news they always get it wrong. But um, so he tweets me back and I go, "Well, try this one because it was on the the CMLL feed mm-hmm. actually site actually had the feed too. Yes, and that's the feed that he tweeted afterwards that um it was a it was like a it was a different player, but it was the same feed just like a different. They just, for whatever reason, the same feed, but two different, like, connections or whatever. That one never went off. But the other one did. The one that was on Terra. Mm -hmm. So then, like, at 6, at, at, I think, 6.30 was when it started? 6.30 is exactly when it started perfectly fine. And it was perfectly fine. Oh, my goodness. Oh, here I am. Kurt, you destroyed something. Yeah, I broke something in the Walnut Kill Studio. It's going to cost a lot. It's going to, it's basically going to cost Kurt, send Kurt, some money, some some Google. Yeah, please do <laughs> cash Send me money. money. <laughs> so yes. you can fix whatever he just broke in the yeah. house. Fix my mind. Um, fix my soul. The only problem I noticed was like at the start, um, Leobardo Magadan. <laughs> he did the microphone didn't work. Oh no way! And that was basically it. That was the only wow. glitch I saw in the entire thing. 
it I, I and they have tons of problems like with audio um the feed will cut off mm-hmm. and then like the anniversary show has not had any is- issues to both of them yeah i was gonna say last year i think in early the, on early on there was a couple of buffering issues yeah. but it wasn't even a big deal yeah, it wasn't that bad because it was just like really quick i uh uh i enjoyed the show immensely i hated it not just i enjoyed it <laughs> i enjoyed it too um what was it they they had all these like who was the I'm trying to think of the some of the the stuff that we're not really that into <laughs> like the dancing and stuff they had their usual dance sequences yeah I think they had one early right like at the yeah, start of the show it doesn't bug me because it doesn't go on too too long yeah I mean the, the cameras were on the girls a lot yeah and they were, but they focused a lot on the match yeah they did like, they did it on the show like on the show the matches themselves were whereas like if you watch CML out all the time. You'll get all these like insane crowd shots, and it's like it kills the match basically. It does, and the crowd shots they got seem to focus more on emotional fans. And it wasn't that often. It wasn't that often yeah, either. Yeah. Because I mean, if you watch the Terra feed, like the Sunday version, mm-hmm. like the one they aired on Sunday, there was a lot of crowd shots, like nonstop crowd shots. And the, for whatever reason, it's like a different crew handling the anniversary. I, I was going to ask, why do they do all those crowd shots? What? I'd love to know. They're searching for good-looking women at the shows. <laughs> yeah, but they just find dopey people waving like morons to the camera when they're supposed to be heat, you know? It's like... How dare you say that about these people? That yeah, was rude. I didn't say they are morons. I said they wave yes. like morons. There's a big difference. Um, but, but you know what I mean? There's... there's they, they, yeah, they pick up at the wrong time. Like yeah, they're, exactly. they're not They're not expecting to be on camera. Yeah, and they'll, they'll so be you, right like, in the middle of a high yes. spot. And the fans are, like, reacting to something, or, like, they're not even cheering. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm Somebody sure, for, not for anything, but we do, we were just at a TV taping. I'm sure we're going to look pretty dopey at certain points. Well, it's not the fans' Cause fault. It's the camera it's, it's, Yeah, because it's like... They, they should they, be looking for... They, they catch you at the... Like, for whatever reason, they get you at the worst time. So it's like, yeah, you know... Yeah, but they're professionals. They should yeah. know how to do this. You know, they should say, hey, look at that person over there who's about to break down crying at... His and they did a great game. job in the anniversary. Oh, so. my God. That was great. Yeah, that um, was so well done with uh, Ultimo Guerrero's Do you want to go especially. in order? Like, start with the begin- the first match and then just go? Let's do that. Because I think yes. all the matches deserve a little time. Everything was good. Um, I, the opening match was... Um, well, we already talked about... Um, who won that, anyways? Blue Panther won. Yeah, they, the, Blue Panther. Yeah, um, Dragon Lee won that because he did the Phoenix um, that that that's that. Is that That's, the dropkick? Yeah, the play? slam. No, no, the the spot where he like grabs sandwiches up the oh, yeah, puma yeah. and just like it's he screwed it up. I don't know if you caught it, but when you see it and I was rewatching it, mm-hmm. and when he catches him, he like like he kind of like hits um, puma hit foot gets first on the mat, mm-hmm. and then like he finally twists them to the like drops them to the the, the mat. But it looks so awkward that it didn't come off as well as it. Like when he did it the, in the in the en busca de un idolo, it mm-hmm. was really good. But in this one, it kind of looked a little sloppy. Yeah, but I, it, I didn't catch why yeah, it was. Yeah. But I did see it was. A yeah, it awkward. was. It just it just seemed a little awkward in that. But I mean, it was a fun match. I mean, Blue Panther did three topes on Felino. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's it's funny. It was the first time I saw Blue Panther where, you know. His age is starting to show a little bit, but he still has gusto, man. It's like well, you know what it is. You know what it is. Like I think there's a difference, like with Blue Panther mm-hmm. and like Atlantis. Blue Panther, his age is is showing in that mm-hmm. he looks old. Yeah, but he still works very well because he does it the old style. You know, it's it's it looks older, mm-hmm. 
because you're watching all these dudes running back and forth and doing oh, all these fast high spots. Yes, How and, can you... I mean, he was teaming with his son and uh, yeah. and, and his son Cachorro and and Dragon Lee. So it was like. And then you have these Puma and Tiger who are these younger guys also with Philly. I know. I love, I love how the opening uh, match was uh, the battle between two wrestling dynasties. Except, the... except for Dragon Lee. Yeah, he's true, not, true. He's not related. Well, we can always pretend he's related for this. No, summer. he's Russia's family, though. <laughs> he, yeah. Russia? Rush. Oh. Yeah. I thought we had a Figure a little out of it right now, dude. <laughs> no, no, I'm just being yeah. a smartass. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon Lee. Don't start because you know I'll get Dragon going. Lee is cool. Yeah, I, I dig that guy. Yeah, that that tope he does with the drop, where it's a drop oh, it's kick. a drop kick. That I mean, I freaked out when I saw it. I yeah, it looks like he knows what he's doing. Looks like it worked well, but man, I freaked when I saw it. Yeah, Cachorro's really good, and then mm-hmm. he was really good. I I love Cachorro's selling, especially. Yeah, the, he you could tell he's really like he's really been taught well by um, mm-hmm. Blue Panther. Because, I mean, like, you see some of these younger guys, they can't sell. That's the one thing where they don't really do that well. And that's what I... Early on, like, a lot of guys, when they start wrestling, they can't sell. They're not very good at selling. I, I For whatever reason, that's, like, the hardest part for a lot of guys. It's weird because I remember... Because um, I remember Ricky Marvin was really bad at selling when he first started. And I remember when I first started wrestling, that was... I mean, not start wrestling. When I started watching wrestling when I was a kid, that's what stood out to me was people selling the pain on their faces. It, uh-huh. it really... Is what works. So I remember when I started. Yeah, I would I would go to town with my histrionics and. And you know what is? They're wearing masks too, so it's like you don't really see it as much. Yeah, that's so true. It's like it's like yeah, you don't really get to see it. So they might actually be selling well, <coughs> but you don't really see it. Yeah, well, you know, if you can't see your face that well, sell with your body more. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, but I think it is a rookie thing. But I I actually do remember when uh, I started training, there'd be a lot of guys who who yeah they when they'd sell they just kind of. Hold their chest, yeah, like, hold uh, their, but they wouldn't have any expression on yeah. their face, and then you because know, they didn't, they didn't feel anything. So they were like, "Yeah, how am I going to sell this if it, I don't yeah. feel anything?" Um, after that, we had the women's match, which seemed to last forever for a while. It was like, long, like like it there wasn't was like bad. It was yeah, it, it, no, like the first part of it was kind of really like mm-hmm. long and it kind of dragged. But once they started getting rid of some of the women, like Dallas mm-hmm. and um, Tiffany, once they started getting rid of them. Started getting a little. It picked up Estrellita when they got rid of her. You know what I found so entertaining was Estrellita when she. If you've seen her matches, she starts really fast, like a little ball of energy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, like all of a sudden, she'll mess up one spot and it like just falls apart for her. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She messed up that dive. Yeah, I remember when she was climbing. The yeah, she like fell off the dive. The, the although I'll give her credit, she did get back up and, and did it. But yeah. and it's like it's like oh man that that this. But it, it was it wasn't even that. I mean, by that point. The match was really, like, it just kept dragging, like, early on. I was like, my God, when is this going to end? Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it wasn't bad, but it was lengthy. Yeah. You know? Once they it was, worked. They worked hard. Yeah, once it was Marcella and Zuxis at the end, that's when it really picked up and got a lot better. Are you surprised to see Zuxis go over? They had to elevate somebody. Mm-hmm. When, said, when Princessa Blanca retired, I think they had to bring up at least one, one, one right. female to, like... And the heel side was the one side where they were weaker. So they kind of had to elevate at least one person on that side. I have to say, for all, you know, we always we've always joked on this show for all its flaws. CMLL is really fun to watch. But <laughs> um, now you wouldn't say that if you saw today's show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not saying some of the show. Sunday shows are really bad. Oh, I heard no. I heard Sunday Tuesday shows are. I pretty, heard Sunday shows are famous for being yeah. bad. It, it, it's 
It's interesting that they air them on Terra, knowing that people well, are going to Well, that's what I was laughing, because uh, Steve, I was listening to Steve's uh-huh. uh, Dr. Lucha's podcast earlier today with Brian Alvarez. Yeah. And he was talking about how he didn't understand why um, CML was giving away the Sunday show. And I'm like, I'm like I don't think anybody really cares if the... I mean, <laughs> it's the Sunday show. If you're worried about the Sunday show, like, giving that away for free, I mean... That's like the least of your worries because that thing is like so like inconsistent on how good or bad it is. I mean, so there are, cause I, I rarely watch it. There's some good weeks. There's some worth checking out. Not really. No, there are some. Like I think last week's show was pretty good, but I mean that was the last. I mean I think the last really good show was like in May 28th or something like mm-hmm. that. May, May late May or something. I can't remember what day it was, but it was it was late May that there was and it was a it was one of those un, unexpected um, good shows. Where it's like they had like La Mosca and Piroth in a trios match, mm-hmm. and you think this is gonna suck, and it ended up being a good match. But I mean, that's if you think about that, that was the last good show that I since like. And that's a match I wouldn't pick. But that's I know, I know, and that was a good show. But like the last couple of shows have been really like. Yeah, but uh, the one thing I think that they've really been doing this year is they really are starting to elevate guys. I mean. They're not the really. Buscana, no, <laughs> Idolo finally did. Carvernario's the only one that got elevated. No uh, one else. We're has starting to see more ch- of. Cachorro. You're seeing them more. That doesn't mean they're elevating them. There's a big give difference. It a time. I mean. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I think now. I think they're finally. They're not. They are. Yeah, I'm yes, disagreeing. They are. <laughs> they're not. I, I trust me. They're not. I've been watching these shows. They're not elevating. They're not elevating anyone right now. So it's, a, it's basically Carvernario, the only one, okay, and he's well, barely. They pick, they pick the right one. Yeah, and she said, barely gets on these shows. And this guy, this is a guy, this is a guy who good. got moved, who's moved from Monterey to rent to Mexico City, mm-hmm. and he's barely on these shows. Like, he hasn't even like somebody on um, uh, on Facebook pointed out how. I mean, to me personally, the last good match he had in in CMLL mm-hmm. was the. Was the Embusca matches? Mm-hmm. He hasn't done shit since then. Wow, he hasn't done anything. Like they haven't done anything with him. I mean, C- I mean, CML is like the promotion where you expect Etchi settled to be like in a group and mm-hmm. moved up. And what do they do? They introduce Ombre sin Ombre <laughs> and have him oh, be yeah. the guy that's okay. going to replace him. And this is a guy who's like near fifty, who's going to take his spot. That- so it's like it's not like it's not. They're not really elevating. <laughs> okay. Trust me. If you watch the show, you it wouldn't you wouldn't notice that. Wow, because yeah. because we're cause sombra the on e, but the Idolo show, the thing that uh, it makes you think, like because because even like last year's in Busca and Idolo, mm-hmm. I think those guys had a better like, actually not the the the, the year before that, the one that was the the one that mm-hmm. with Titan and all those guys, at least Titan and um, I think it was Euphoria. But Euphoria was an old guy. You know, he's an old guy. But I'm, Titan was the only one who really got elevated, and that worked. But where is he? What's he doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What <laughs> is he does have? He does have, he does have good matches. Well, what's the story? They just... It's CMLL. What, do you need more? <laughs> do you need more reasons? What more do you need? Yes, yeah. what more do you need? What, what do they do with Mascara Dorada? He's still, like, in a... No, you got a good they, point there. What do they do with, what they do with Sombra in the anniversary? He didn't do anything. Well, but that... No, they're still... He was he's not, still pushed. No, I mean, he's, he's pushed. He's, he's pushed, but he's yeah. They still like he's a guy that should be. There's no excuse for him not to be in the anniversary show. Like there is no that way was that you was don't odd. put thunder. And, and he didn't. He you didn't. don't put thunder, Mister Niebla, yeah. 
La Mascara. Let's just go through the entire list. No, that, that, no just those that, three guys that, alone. Yeah. You don't. No, Sombra, those... the weird, the only thing, I, it didn't shock me that Sombra wasn't on the show, but I expected to see him sometime on the show. I expect. I, ex- I expect him to be. You know what I expected him to be headlining the Sunday show at least. I don't even remember him on the Sunday show. Because hmm. I mean, you gotta like at least make him main event some other thing. What do they do with El Terrible? Now, <laughs> you, heard, with you know that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's one of. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's why you don't you don't say they're pushing younger guys because even the older guys are getting pushed. Yeah, you know what it's I got. You know, here, well, well, let me backtrack on what I'm saying. You got it. Scandapur Idola show. That was the first time I saw that. Where when I'm watching the tournament, all these guys look like somebody. To me. Yes, like, yes. Like, like this wasn't a faceless tournament, and I and. Kavanaria won, but a lot of guys really shined in that tournament. Yeah, and it's like like if you watch AAA, they don't push elevate guys like right away either because mm-hmm. they have so many guys who. And right now, it's because they're bringing a lot of guys in mm-hmm. with Mysticies and Alberto Del Rio and all these guys. Well, at least they made Psycho Clown into like something a little more relevant than he was. Big time! I'm actually shocked yeah. how well it goes. Over. You look at, I mean, CML Carvanario, yes, mm-hmm. but then you have like all these other guys that you're like. Puma, where, what is he doing? Puma, I mean, Raziel is another guy. There are so many guys in CML that are so much better, but then you end up seeing new Pierroth higher on the card. Yeah, that's Thunder higher on the card. Ombre sin ombre. Like, you would think they would, if they were going to, like, put create a new of Hijos de Averno or whatever, they would actually give a younger guy a shot yeah. to elevate. Yeah, see, this is what baffles me. They... They have all these guys lost in the shuffle. And, yeah, new Perry Piroth. Yeah. I don't get that. Yet, they planned this anniversary show really well. Yeah. No, that's the really thing. Really well. I it's, mean, it this was a is the weird term. thing about CML. Yeah. Like, Embusca, like if you watch the Embusca de Onirolo, you watch the anniversary, you watch Dos Leyendas, mm-hmm. you're thinking this is like an amazing promotion. But then you watch the rest of the stuff and it's like, holy shit, it's what are they weird, doing with all these guys? It's a weird inconsistency. Like, like even like the women, like you're watching the women's matches, you're like, you're like, why are they pushing like, like, like this seductora all of a sudden after like 20 years that she's been wrestling or whatever? Although she did a good job on her, like you got to give her credit for her mm-hmm. one match in um in August. But like then you like look at like Zuxis who's been like people, she's been good like for the last. I I, I will say that that they picked the right time to elevate her because mm-hmm. she was. She was still very raw, like last year, like when people were saying she was better. I was like, now nah, she's still a, a little bit like this. Now she's a lot better, but then she like has, she has, she has a kind of a cool. They kept going, look yeah, and her. they kept going with Marcella Amapola, Marcella Amapola, mm-hmm. and it's like, why aren't they throwing in like Sarah Stock and everyone Dark Angel every once in a while, right. something different? Instead, they'll go like with Estrellita. Let's throw Estrellita. Let's throw in Tiffany in there. Let's like, dude, these women. I'd love, I'd love to be like a fly in the wall uh, at the booking, wherever they make the booking decisions. I'd love to see if it's wrestlers complaining. Is it the bookers yeah. favoring somebody? I know? think I just think they have like a different person handling each day, and then, like each person has to deal with a headache. And it's like they just they just don't care, and they just like oh just, the yeah yeah yeah. The other guy's like a little more serious because I I remember last year I, yeah I wasn't as mad as a lot of people at the last anniversary. Oh, I wasn't mad about it either. Well, I, one because it's like it's like, and you know why I wasn't mad because I actually watch all the shows, so I knew Sombra and Volador Junior were feuding and that that might actually happen. Yes. You know, like I knew that, but there's a lot of people who seem to not watch a lot of this stuff. 
so they're they're built they're hyped for the big show yeah and then they're disappointed and it's like but oh, then the funny can't. thing is well, it, it wasn't advertised that it would be that it would be Atlantis and Ultima Guerrero it, yeah I mean it wasn't a guarantee so yeah I, I know a lot of people cried rip off but no it wasn't it, yeah but clearly they planned it as a one year tease to this defining yeah moment. yeah and so they got too big they got too well. they got too big um, crowds yeah with that one big match that they were planning on running by teasing it in with La Sombra and Volador Jr. last year. So basically, you know, yes. screwing the fans over last year ended up getting them more people the next year. Exactly, so with they, higher prices, too. I'm just curious what they're going to do next year, because, I mean, right now, I don't really know who they're... I, bet they, I wonder if they know. Yeah. Because it it seemed to me like there, there was such a run of anniversary And we'll get shows. to this when we start talking about the mass match, because, I mean... There's a lot to talk about besides that. Yes. We're, this we is should true. probably talk about the other person, why we got off tangent and started <laughs> complaining about um, and I and I and I and I, I I defer to you. You are you are right. I'm yeah, wrong. the you are right. <laughs> well, because I, I mean, if you if you watch the shows, I can understand. Like, if you if there's a lot of people who probably think that like I don't see what's wrong with CMLL. They're pushing guys because they're on TV, and it's like yeah, but you got to realize like these guys are still like. Like Cachorro, don't you think Cachorro, Dragon Lee, Echicero, Carvernario, based off the Embusca del Nidolo, shouldn't they be semi main event guys at Yes, best? yes. Because uh, they're totally, really, they're not just, totally. they're not just young guys. They're good young guys. I mean, they're not like, they're not like the, the I mean, they put Star Jr. in an opening match, and the guy is so much better than the opening oh, match yeah. guys. And he's like he. I don't. I don't mind him being in an opening match because I mean he's still a younger guy and he's not. He's not at the level of the other four guys. Yeah. But I mean. Damn, those four guys should have been main event guys. Like no, they should right. have been. You're absolutely right. I can understand Bar- Carvernario being the the main 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 event guy, mm-hmm. but the other three guys should have been in there somewhere, and they didn't do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, so. that is very true. And and actually, I, I remind me, I want to touch on Dragon Lee a little later too. But let's, okay. let's move on with. That. Um. Then we had on the the Euphoria Mister Niebla Thunder versus Mascara Dorada Valiente Volador Junior match. Which we were both fascinated about. It was surprisingly a lot better than... Yeah. Than, and, you know, this is where actually we started complaining about the La Sombra not being around. Because Thunder... Mm-hmm. That would have been the place where you would have thrown La Sombra in. And at least you had the La Sombra, Volador Jr. feud going. Yes. But they're doing a Thunder... They were doing a Thunder, Volador Jr. feud. Which I don't know what they're doing now. Now, I... I okay, we were talking earlier that... Uh, Thunder has been under the tutelage of Satanico. Well, I, I was at the Observer where I read that that's because Thunder is dating Satanico's daughter. Yeah. So, so I don't know if it's from the Observer, but I I, yeah. I, I read it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I heard it on uh, Lucha Blogs. Yeah. So, so I saw. So I was wondering why Satanico was taking such interest. Yeah. In this young man. Yeah. I mean. But. Uh, I'm guessing he must have money. <laughs> he's a fellow. He's a he's a wealthy Australian. Yeah. Or something. Worst case. It, it, Okay, now we're talking. We're also before the podcast started. We were talking about today's show. Now, the thunder that we saw on this anniversary show was it like he did? He was still pretty bad on the show too. I mean, he was bad, but he was not nearly as bad yeah, as I expected yeah, yeah. to be. It's almost like he didn't ruin the match, but well, you know, he was. It, it's like you're not going to ruin a match when you have like the three technicals that were in that match. Yeah, 
I mean, he was in a today. He was in a match with Diamante Azul, and like, see, that's what I was like, gonna uh, ask. Yeah. Did, did his terribleness show a lot more today than it? did? Yeah, because he had to do it more. I yeah, mean, he had to do more. I mean, when you're in with high flyers, you just have to take a tope. What did he do in the anniversary match? He took three topes. Yeah, and he didn't even take them that well because he wasn't as good as Cranio. And Cranio. I bet you, I bet you anything that they're saying. Okay, this is the anniversary show. And I bet they carefully planned out what. Yeah, he's yeah, do. and like, it's like you could have picked anybody to do the the three topes. I mean, Felino did the spot with on um, Blue Panther. <laughs> yeah, the only reason I was shocked is I remember when he first came on the scene. I thought, why <coughs> this guy even in a wrestling ring? He was. I mean, I see he was one of the worst I've ever seen. My my favorite part was uh, Steve. Basic when he talked about this match on the pod uh-huh. on the Figure Four Weekly podcast, he he basically just summed it up as Thunder couldn't even remove his shirt. <laughs> without a problem and I'm like that's true because I think he taped over his, his his shirt so his shirt like just like like uh, like just stayed loose on him mm-hmm. <laughs> and he had trouble like doing certain things yeah. I was like dude this guy's like he is not meant to be a wrestler yeah he doesn't he's just a big guy who's like he wants to be a wrestler and it's not it's not really it's like to hang on the beach yeah and, you know yeah that match was the ladies I mean, Euphoria did a good job, just like... And Mr. Niebla wasn't clowning around as much either, so I think that kind of helped the match, too. Yeah, I dug him. Yeah. I dug him in this, and uh, of course... Um, Mr. Niebla and Zacharias were both in Kiss mask, mm-hmm. Kiss outfits, which was pretty cool. And Valiente is always cool. Yeah. You know? Probably the, one of the better guys to see live in person. Yeah, he's one guy I would... Yeah, he's one guy I would love to see get pushed hard. Yeah. You know? I thought you said they were pushing all these guys. I told, I told you I was wrong. I was wrong. Actually, Valiente wrong. gets pushed. He gets singles matches and all that. He's a, he's a lot. He's a older than the other guys. So. He I, he just makes it look so effortless. Yeah. And he, you know, when he does that classic dive, that that backflip tope that he does, the Valiente special. Yeah. That's what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> I call it the backflip Kurt, thing. Kurt yeah. doesn't know even... I sound, like, like, I'm man, so, Kurt, I sound that, like one of these reporters... That, that's, who, I sound like one of these people who's not and doesn't cover wrestling is trying to narrate a wrestling yeah, yeah. show. Oh, he's got him in a neck hold. Yeah. It's it's like when I do like all these... like um, like When I recap shows, I don't know the moves. Mm-hmm. But it's like something that's a little more like calm, like unknown. And, I, I mean, while it's special, I mean, he's been doing that for like 10 years now. Come on, Kurt. <laughs> but, but still, it looks like he's just going for a nice little stroll. It doesn't yeah. like he's do like he's putting any effort. Can you do that move? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do a backflip. Yeah. You did I the plancha. Like you did the plancha. What more do you... The Pescada. The, the yeah. yeah, the Tope yeah. Suicida. Well, I, love, I, 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 will, right? I gotta give big thanks to Lisa Gruber for getting the pit. Yeah. Because she made me look a lot more dynamic <laughs> than I actually looked. She made me look like I was flying over the yeah. ropes at the uh, show. And... um Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, but Valiant, all those guys, Volador, all those guys just do make it look so easy. Like you're just. I know, like, I'm oh. so jealous. Yeah, it's like, and but the one thing is, Euphoria is one of those great guys to have because he could just catch you from everywhere. Right. But um, yeah, I mean that match was okay. It was it was the worst. I think it was the worst it was the match worst on, of them. Of them, I mean, the women's match picked up like towards the end. So yeah, I, 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 you could make a case for that being pretty like. Yeah. Uptown. I mean, I, I sat there thinking throughout the whole show. How cool! This is free. There's no glitches, and there, there wasn't even a match where I thought, "Oh, that was horrible." Yeah, yeah, there, there was nothing. Yeah, really it was. It, it, that's the one good thing about the anniversary shows. Ever since, as long as they don't do the cage matches, there's very rarely a, a bad match. Yeah, those are the years where 
you just like it seems to me like they did they just don't have yeah and i think that's what i'm worried about i think that might happen next year kind of like they shot their wad and they just they can't they shouldn't do it because i mean as long as you do a mass match or a hair um, uh, like a two apuestas Mm -hmm. matches it'll you'll you'll probably draw something i don't know if they're going to draw the same crowd that they because the way they're booking if they if they can't book something properly it's going to be impossible yeah i i would i would i mean just and how often uneducated hunch or, or guess and how often they pass up on bringing other guys in it's like uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, Del Rio if, and if I were them, I know it's easy to sit here as an armchair critic and say, but I, I would try to have the next couple of years be like an Apoises match with hair on the line and and start to really build the next big mask match maybe three years from now. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah the next, those seem to be like the matches. Yeah, take take a hit for a couple, for a year or two. Yeah. Um, then the following match was uh, Ray Cometa versus Carvinario, which was really awesome. good. Awesome, really good. I'm surprised, like some people, like, well, you know, it doesn't really matter because the internet, you know, how everybody hates something. Oh yeah. But I mean, I thought that was probably the best match on the card. It was, as far as technical, technical that was an yeah, amazing that, match. Carvinario's yeah. a star, basically. He's amazing. And Ray Cometa's probably the most underrated mid card wrestler in, in in the world. It's wrestler. funny because you know why? Why? Because I mean, this guy, you could like tell him. He doesn't get pushed throughout the year, but if you want to have like a big mask or a big hair match or a big stipulation match, you throw him in there, he'll have a good match. He's done it yes. in three shows. Which is funny because wasn't because I remember I when on our last show, I uh, totally was off on when he wrestled Puma. I thought that was 2013. Yeah, were, yeah. It was 2012 at the anniversary show, was it? Yeah, it was the one where Terrible and um, Rush headline. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. The weird thing is, and but that guy Ray Cometa was really good from he's the great, and that's a, and that's the thing. And like you said, he is in the background, but then they bring him in for the anniversary yeah. show. That's odd. <laughs> how he doesn't get because it was like a two week feud. They set it up like yeah, but it's funny because you know how they even CMLL. This is how bad CMLL is. The guys who do the announcing were talking about this. That this has been a feud that's been going on for like the last two weeks in CMLL. Mm-hmm. They have Ray Cometa and Carvernario on their um, Wednesday show. And Ray Cometa and Carvernario talk about how they've been feuding for like the last several, like I guess the last year, on and off in Guadalajara. <laughs> and Guadalajara is one of their territories. It's like, it's like they need somebody who just like, I think they just need like a, like a, like a, a wrestling nerd that keeps up with everything. You know that's, what I mean? Like just a guy idea. who can like have like, yeah, you know. You guys are feuding, they're feuding, and like have it type it up for these guys when they're talking about it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes they don't even bring up some of the stuff. It's like, dude, they've been feuding for like a year, Amazing. you know. <laughs> or, or worse yet, it's it's worse when the wrestlers are the ones that remember. The announcer doesn't know anything. It's like, oh, you really... That's horrible, because yeah. the announcer, you know, we, we, yeah. you, you hear somebody like Lance Russell or Gordon Soley or Dick Lane, and then you hear an announcer who obviously is is clueless and, you know, doesn't keep up. I mean... yeah. And, you know, their announcer's basically a guy who has some power in the promotion, too, so. That always helps, yeah, whether you're so, good or not. Yeah. Yeah, so it was actually a pretty good match. That I was I, wonderful. Man, that uh, body press he does outside the ring. Yeah. I'm scared I, what that does yeah. to the body, but that is such a cool move. And they should be ending more falls with that move. Yeah, they got. They should, he should have done it in the second fall to end the second fall or yeah. something. Like as, I agree. Or, like, whenever he was going to win a fall, have him win that fall with that, and then, like, 
have the, the next fall start with Ray Cometa, like maybe trying to get back in on a, a continuing the count out. Exactly. Make it look, look at that. I just came up with a, you, yeah, like, because yeah, you, you, totally. you do a 20 count mm-hmm. and then you start the next fall with the, like, giving him time to, like, the ref giving him time and then maybe, like, Carvernardo telling him to start the count. Yeah. And then you start it again and maybe instead Carvernardo just says, hey, you know what? I can't wait. I'm going to bring him in and, like, beat the shit out of him. Exactly. Yeah, you do something like that. That'd See, be great. you've got the touch. Yeah. But, that, uh, that would have been good because uh, I remember countouts in the last like twenty or so years were always like a screw finish or an oops he kind of sort of yeah. went. But I, I remember when I was a kid, there would be guys who were counted out and they'd be laying there on the ground like they're unconscious. You know, yeah. And it was a decisive win a lot of the times. Yeah, it was one of those. It, I, I I dug where they do the what was that the the span when he does the Spanish fly standing up the standing Spanish mm-hmm. fly. Yeah. I always dig that That's for whatever sweet. reason. That's sweet. Hmm. And third fall, one with La Cavernaria, my all-time favorite submission hold. Yeah. Just, he's, both these guys are so much better than, like, you would expect. Like, especially Carvernaria. I mean, Ray Matt has been around for a while, but yeah. I mean, he's a guy who's never really gotten a push. Probably should be a headline. I mean, that guy should be challenging for titles and stuff like that. Being, a, being used a little more often. You know, like, I always wanted him to wrestle Casas. And they oh, still haven't wow, done like a Casas. They haven't done any Casas versus lightweights lately. They've been not that I don't mind him feuding with um with um Rush with or anything. Yeah. I, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna go with that until it runs dry, yes, which yes. is gonna be hard because yeah. they're so good together. Yeah, you know, it's it's just one of those things where you're it's it, you want these other stuff, but it's like yeah, I, I really dig Rush versus Nero Casas. I just I, I could watch that all the time. Man, those guys are they just like to beat the shit out of each other. I'm looking for the I'm searching for the whole. Um, I'm trying to remember what happened on this in this match for whatever reason. This is the problem about doing podcasts like a, two weeks later. Fredo is uh, searching his iPhone for some information, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Now, for which match are you looking for? The Carbonario match. The Carbonario Because Kurt match. didn't bring notes again. Exactly. And it's like the whole point is like he's he's the one who wants to do podcasts all the time. I don't, <laughs> I don't even want to do these anymore. Fredo begs me not to do I, I don't even want to do them. I hate doing these podcasts. Yes, that's why he's looking... I'm purposely, like, trying to stall all this stuff. That's right. You'd make a good heel. For yeah. You. You're stalling. You're stalling. Oh, it didn't load. Oh, it's all the freaking videos that are... <laughs> oh, it's the video one. Great. Uh, well, well, well since we have good. a quick lull, I want to give a huge, huge thanks to Keith Alexander of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, for... A, Sending me an email, giving us nice feedback on the show, and enduring, enduring, <laughs> enduring our lengthy this show. podcast. Oh, what lengthy podcast? Endure- we don't do lengthy podcasts. Our podcasts are like short. I mean, ninety minutes is the max amount we last. Have you seen some of these podcasts? They last like two hours, three hours. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, amazed, but I'm still amazed somebody listened to us for that long. I'm, I'm very flattered. I'm you, they should be listening you to totally the show. Rocked my Everybody friend. should be listening to the show all the time. They should be, but you know, if I'm actually by take, force, like if, with a gun to their yeah, head. If I'm know? taking the time, if I'm taking the time to do these podcasts, someone should be listening to these shows. They'll be strapped down to a chair, yeah. like no, no, it's, <laughs> it's evil. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what like some of the cool points in this match is for whatever reason. Yeah, and I had them written down. And I forgot to bring the notes. Kurt's I'm really pro. bad at I'm this. I'm such a pro. Kurt, you might be the worst podcaster in in in, in the internet. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to a lot of podcasts. Really? And my worst podcast on my worst day is, uh, you know, 
And I'm a very uh, self-deprecating guy, and I, but I've heard, <laughs> some po- oh, I've heard some podcasts where it's, why did you even turn on the MP3 player, baby? Uh, but bottom line... Yeah, it was basically this. Yeah, it was a bitch and match. Bit, yeah. Technically, it was the best match of the night. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, the other thing that we didn't talk about was they kept showing backstage features of Ultimo Guru and Atlantis getting ready. Yes. Like, tying their shoelaces. Yes, yes, I was laughing. You know? I was like, they showed, because right after this match, they showed um, Ultimo Guru tying his shoelaces. I was going to write, there he is, tying his shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> Taking, he unties them, ties them again. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I dug about the, 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 the hair match, getting back to that, was... um. When uh, Ray Cometa, I should mention this because this is something that I think if you don't, you, a lot of people may have, may have not heard. Um, Ray Cometa, if you saw it, Ray Cometa cut the the very yes. long, the long portion of his hair. Yes, he I cut it that. and he kept the, the the knot with the one the part that's knotted. Mm-hmm. He kept that part. I didn't notice. Okay, that. so Carvernar cuts the rest, keeps mm-hmm. the part, and then um, um, Poncho Peñalosa cuts the rest. While Ray Cometa, what he said he was going to do with that hair mm-hmm. he was going to donate it to um children oh, to, to a lock, kid to a kid love? yeah to a kid with cancer oh, that's he awesome. wanted to know how to do it i don't know um if anybody is friends with him on facebook there's i don't a, know if anybody's called locks of love yeah but the only thing is he's in mexico so it'd probably have to be something in mexico i wonder yeah yeah, yeah. so oh, if anybody really cool. yeah he was trying to do that he said he hoped he could that's awesome do that. Really nice guy. He gets and big points. That, that's even like that's even cooler. Like to know that he he was going to do that. Yeah, when I when I uh, cut my hair <laughs> when I had lymphoma, I had wanted to do that, but my hair was so ratty and thin by that time that yeah, should have you should have donated it to my dad. He would have worn it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he ask for How it? How about if I buy a wig? I'll buy your dad a wig. You buy <laughs> a beetle, you like, you a like, like yeah, like that design, that same design. Um, after that match, we had. Um, I just thought that was a cool point to add to the. No, I just. That's um, awesome. I did not know that before. Negro Casas and Shocker beat La Mascara and Rush in. I want to, to retain to retain CML World Tag Team titles. I want to preface by saying when I looked at the Observer, uh, uh, you know, feedback on the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Uh, well, one, I was impressed that so many people it, liked it. Right, liked it. It was yeah. like one hundred percent approval. Yeah, and I, you know that's. And, I when I was doing the recap because I was doing a live recap, and you know sometimes when you're doing a live recap, you don't catch certain things because you're writing. Right. So it's like, I kind of I enjoyed the match, but I kind of thought it was a weird match, and I said I don't know if a lot of people are gonna like it. Yeah, and that and was, I was surprised how many people liked it. Yes. Like yes. every like there were people who were saying that was the best match on the card, and I was like, wow, that really. I thought it was excellent. I mean, I loved it. Well, one again, you got Casas and Rush. Yeah. And they're playing. I mean, Casas does the role of the older guy who's... It was like Rush beating up like a grandpa. But the grandpa grandpa who just won't quit, you know? Exactly. I mean, he keeps coming back. It it doesn't look like a sad thing, like, oh, you're too old. It's like like that old song. And Rush really likes Nero Casas. Like he loves. Oh, I bet. I bet he's just he, he his loves idol. Him. Probably. Yeah. I mean, how? How he's, can he's basically said that's his idol. Really? Oh, well, that's cool. I think I did. I mention the he when he was on um that one show CML and Forma. He they were asking him who he like grew up watching, and he talked about how he was a fan of um, um Negro Casas, mm-hmm. and then he talks about Doctor Wagner Jr. He was a big fan yeah. of Doctor Wagner Jr. because back then Doctor Wagner Jr. could go, right? And, like he point he like 
made it very abundantly clear mm-hmm. that Dr. Wagner Jr. isn't as He's good. Not, he, he can't go, go anymore. anymore. Yes. Can or won't. And you know, you know, it's funny because a lot of people who get into wrestling, they don't like... I think there's like like with you like even when, when I when you tell me oh this guy's really good it's like yeah but he's all right he, he has moments where because if you don't watch everything no it's true it's, it's like true. you don't really see what these guys like they mail in certain shows and stuff and Doctor Wagner Jr. is like really one of those dudes who mails in a famous lot famous for it famous for it like that is it like the thing where he could go if he wanted to but he's just yeah uh, yeah riding on those yeah. laurels yeah LA, but he's not the only one so L A Park does it mm-hmm. there's not like a hijo de Santo yeah. and um, Blue Panther who I just, could understand with L A Park. Only because, I, I, from what I heard, that guy's hurting all over. Yeah, he just, um, he had surgery this past week. Yeah. Um, I think Friday. And and, and it's, it's kind of uh, like... Somebody said, um, Observer said it was um, stomach. I know Chris said it was stomach, but I think it was something intestinal. Oh. It might have uh, been intestinal. I think it was intestinal. I think he said it was yeah. intestinal. Yeah, and, and if somebody... It's if either that or has stomach. worked their butt off for years. I mean, worked their butt off, it's it's... You know, I, I it's like I've, I've said before, like I said, if, if somebody as great as Parada Morgan, who has given so much to the sport, if they can still make a living by phoning it in, I <laughs> salute, I, I, I'll throw money tell, in the ring. Tell that to the fans in attendance who went, paid their hard Yeah, I will, I will, I will, I <laughs> will. As, as long as there's other wrestlers working, you know, it's as long as there's other yeah, wrestlers Yeah, you know, you know, as long as, yeah. like, I, I, like, since we go to a lot of local shows and we see a lot of older guys, mm-hmm. you kind of like, like, if you're just going to a local live show, you like I've always said this. Like if you go to a lucha show live, you're gonna find something entertaining. Yes, because it's a lot better than watching it on TV or on tape. And there's always gonna be something that you'll find enjoyable. Mm-hmm. If that if there's just that one thing you can enjoy, that's kind of exactly. enough. Exactly. Yeah, it's like it's like you could forgive some of these guys because you're just there. Like I mean, you get you get a kick out of seeing like I get a kick out of seeing like Tritone and Piloto Nuclear who've been around for a long time. I, I do too. Yes. Yeah. I so mean, it's it- like. It's like you get to see a Cerro Dorado throw these bad chair shot, like these scary ass chair shots, and it's like and Superboy grabbing yes, the chair away yeah, from him. Well, yeah, we'll talk about this also because we're kind of. Comp- I wanted to. We were comparing this about with Lucha Underground. We'll talk about that. Yeah, later. we will. There, yeah. there is a good comparison yeah. to be made. That we're so like talking. like, and that's the thing with Narcosas. You very rarely see him like th- mail it in against, and he ma- doesn't do it against Rush. Yeah, and he doesn't mail it in, and at the same time, he doesn't like. Like, he doesn't like uh, put his body on the line. He knows how to do a great performance and not go crack. <laughs> no. Well, I, don't, I don't think he's... I mean, when's the last time he's done a Tope Suicida? I can't even I don't remember. even think... Have you ever even done one? I mean, he, all that's he, how long... You know, the mainly th- he does the Sia. He yeah, does the exactly. Sia off the... Off, runs off of the ramp, the, the ramp and does a Sia. Yeah. Does his corner bump. And that's basically like... I think that's the... the those are his high spots. I can't remember him doing a... Well, and he might do a slingshot, like a like a slingshot plunge or something. Yeah, like, the a pescado, pescado. Yeah. yeah. But he, I, I, I don't see him do any, and, it's, and it and works actually, for him. It's see, smart. that's the thing is, it, it's I. That's a smart worker, a yeah. guy who knows how to make an exciting match without uh, doing a tope that crashes into the third row. Yeah. And, and that's not enough. There's a lot of guys who could do that, so why do it? <laughs> exactly, exactly, and uh, I, uh, you know, and that's the thing is. Uh, I see so many guys, and I, I know there must be pressure to perform, but I can't help but think you can do an entertaining match. Without- Have you seen Mascara Dorada's dives when he like hits a guy, and then like like he's instead of falling down, he like when he hits a guy, he 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 like basically goes up <laughs> like he's oh, like he's going up like, like he's, like, like he's gonna get like he's gonna get suplexed yes That's, yes that, that, that guy's insane like yeah he they they aired that last week on um 
or what was it? Two weeks ago in Lucha Azteca. I was like, oh my God, this guy is insane. It, it's amazing. But I mean, the guy's like, the guy's like, he's like made out of like, um, like rubber or something. It's like, dude, he just bounces back up. That's like something nothing. that reminds me of a crash test dummy. Yeah. Hitting the wall and kind of yeah. bouncing, you know? Or, or like Carvernario, when he takes the, the tope, he took a tope off, um, I think it might have been, yeah, it was Ray Cometa. Mm-hmm. And when he does, takes the tope, he flips over the top, the, the guardrail. Oh, jeez, yes. It's like, my yes. God, this guy's going to die. When he, he's like, he's going to be one of those guys who, like, at 25 is going to be like, I shouldn't have done that. That'll be a bummer <laughs> because I hope he lasts a long time. Yeah. He's, he's the best thing to happen to wrestling in a long, yeah, long time. Yeah, he's really good. Not just lucha, wrestling. So period. back to the tag match. Now, there were a few people in Wrestling Observer who actually said it was the worst match. I'm like, are you high? I it, it didn't ha- win worst match, but I was like... I, I could see that just mm-hmm. because I saw some of the flaws. Mm-hmm. Like La Mascara is really like he's bland. He's bland, and then there were like like what, that spot where they were going to do the tope, mm-hmm. where Shocker took a little longer to get back in place. The one you had pointed out, yeah, to that, and yes, then, yes. and then La Mascara like took so long, and then he hit him. But whenever La, La Mascara and Shocker were the focus, mm-hmm. like towards the end of the, the closing minutes, it kind of like slowed down a bit. It looked a little awkward, right? And then they did a lot of Ingobernables stuff where they like stalled and played to the crowd a lot. So I that c- didn't bug me. Yeah, but, but I know that will bug that, that'll fans. bug people. You're right. You're but right. when, as soon as you just as soon as they put the camera on, on Rush and Casas, it was just like fucking amazing. God, those guys. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, Rush versus Casas or Rush versus Terrible is just gold. Like it's just feud, like amazing. Feud, feud of the year. Rush and Casas, I yeah, think is. I agree. Best heel Rush. Feud of the year. Rush Casas. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that. I think. Close second is probably um, Tejano versus Psycho Clown, just because they actually made it work. <laughs> Which I haven't seen, but I, I man, I can hear. Probably it. will never see it. I probably will never see it, but yeah. I, that's let's not, let's, me- let's not even kid ourselves, everyone. Kurt's yeah, not going to watch it. Okay, <laughs> Kurt will watch if I, it. If I watch it, if I watch it, we're going to do a podcast just on that. We already did one. <laughs> no, we're going to do a podcast a pod- just, just on, on that one. If match. I, if I do watch it, yeah. yes. If I do watch it. If I watch any of the Psycho Clown Tejano matches, feud, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Big time. It's going to be like... It, and that's not even close to Russian Casas. Yeah. That's how good the Rush Casas... Oh, so I might as well not bother. Yeah, because the Rush Casas feud has been going on <laughs> since like late last year, or actually mid-summer last year. And it year. was gold from the, the it start. It was right from the moment they put them against each other. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's great? They put... Whenever they interview like Casas... He gets very emotional about, hey, yeah, thanks for, like, mm-hmm. all stuff. And when they have Rush, Rush is, like, so, like, an asshole. <laughs> like, it's great. Like, and he keeps up the feud, and he st- and he, they keep asking him about Nero Casas, and he's like, yeah, I hate him and everything. <laughs> but he still, res- like, he'll talk about, like, he'll talk about him respectfully, but he'll still, like, say a lot yeah. of, like, he's going to kill him and everything. <laughs> you, I was going to say, if you have Negro Casas as your idol and the person you're, you're fashioning yourself after, you got good things in store. Yeah. Uh, that... That's the making of a good worker. I mean, uh, yeah, I do have to say, just, yeah, Shocker, not what he used to be, of course. And he did pretty well. He's done pretty well in the field. He really, he he seems like he's he's working. He's he's kind of been revived with with Rush. I think he kind of gets that this is is actually, like, pretty big. Do or die. And I think Rush gets a lot out of him. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, I think Rush is one of those guys, it's kind of like a Sangre Chicana type of thing, where, like, Guys, get up for him! Like, holy shit, That's this guy's this, this guy's gonna kick my ass if I'm not gonna be yeah. like working w- well with him. And they pick it up, and they're like chop beating the shit out of each other. Yes. And then we had the main event: Atlantis versus Ultimo Guerrero. Mind blowing. And you know what was funny is like 
that might have been a match where everybody, a lot of people didn't know who would, who was going to win. I mean, there was still it was it, there still there even if you thought Atlantis was going to win, mm-hmm. you still had a bit of a, a possibility I, that oh my god he might lose. I had doubt, and no, I, I thought ninety five percent. I thought he was going to win, but. I always think of the Blue Panther effect. And you know what I dug? Like, the week before that match, they, um, actually the Wednesday before that, <laughs> mm-hmm. they, um, the show, I think the two weeks prior to that, Ultimo Guerrero had said that his second was going to be, um, his brother, mm-hmm. Grand Guerrero. Mm-hmm. And, um, which was kind of bummed. I was bummed because I wanted Ray Bucanaro to be a second. Of course. A second. I, I, classic tag for, for Just for history. I understand he's your brother and stuff, but yeah. Ray Bucanero's like, that's the guy you're attached to. That like, was his road dog. Yeah, so, um, so then they had last week Atlantis, and he said, you know what, why are we having... Let, they asked um, Atlantis, they, they said, Atlantis, Ultimo Girl's second is going to be his brother, Gran, mm-hmm. Gran Guerrero. Who's going to be your second? And he's like, I'm not going to have a second. I don't need one. And then he said, you know what, how about Ultimo Girl? You don't have a second either. Let's just have it, you versus me. Let's not let's not let this. Let's not have anything like determine cause any like any like anybody assume that something's gonna be trick. You know, there's gonna be a trick in there or anything. Let's just have it be one on one. And Ultimo Guerrero agreed. Done that before? I don't remember. I don't I recall. Never heard, I, never I don't think. That. I don't. I don't recall. I, I mean, the modern era. I don't know about the. Yeah, I haven't well, seen it. In one the thing I always loved. Uh, I just dug that. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, the tra- tradition was eventually broken, but I always loved in the real classic Apuestas matches how they'd have their seconds, and you would always kind of, if you're new to Lucha, you'd expect, oh, I wonder if the second's going to interfere. They never would, though. They yeah, yeah, they never would. They're just cheering or anything. They don't, they don't, they don't really get involved. I always involved. loved that. There yeah. was this great tension, and yeah. especially if you're a new fan, because you're half expecting some chicanery to go on, and it doesn't. And it, I think they probably had Atlantis do that because there were people who were thinking Grand Girl was going to sneak in and he would lose the mask or right. something. For whatever. Yes, because you always have these yeah. conspiracy theori- theorists oh, about totally, this. totally. So they probably told him, let's just get rid of the well, whole... And like the Blue Panther effect, it was with... Uh, Viano. Um, the other Viano. Yeah, five or four? <laughs> Four. 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 Yeah. Because five no, one. No, it was just, five it, one. It's, it's just that that was so unexpected. And it's like I said, the, there, you know, there was a lot of flaws in the Mike LaBelle promotion years and years ago. But one thing that they were smart to do is every now and then the jobber who always loses would beat a name on TV. And it mm. was never uh, – there's no foreshadowing. It'd come out of the blue and it would blow people's minds. And they didn't do it so often where you'd expect it, but yeah. you always had this question in the back of your head. I, I, one, I mean, one great instance before I actually started wrestling, but the reason I remember this match so well is they used to show uh, when Lucha Libre uh, was airing live from the Olympic on Wednesday nights, they'd show uh, clips from a match between Gordman and Goliath against uh, La Pantera Negra and uh, Salvador Lothario. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lothario was pretty much a jobber, uh, although I heard he was a badass individual. Uh, and Pontero Negro was a guy who was used in the middle. Yeah. And on, in these clips, both Pontero Negra and Salvador Lothario are fighting Black Gordon and Goliath, and both of them are covered in blood. Their face is just this big, mm-hmm. as Gordon Soley would say, a crimson mask. Uh but they showed the clip where uh, Gordman is like uh, is like choking uh, Pantera Negra against the ropes, like he has yeah. his throat in the ropes, and would slingshot him back. 
and then he slingshots him back and he does a somersault and then rolls up a Gordman out of nowhere and a perfectly timed thing where uh, Goliath comes to try to make the save and uh, Lothario cuts him off and it was and then they each week they would show that as the opening where they won the tag belts and they're holding up the tag belts and the crowd is going ballistic that's probably one of the many things that has been erased throughout even though it aired (laughs) every week on Wednesday night but uh, that's why I had a little question in the back of my mind is I thought I dug um, Ultima Girl coming out with a Aztec headdress. That was cool. That was really that cool. That was cool. Yeah, but I mean, and they he came they, out they, with a great confidence where not one of these wrestlers who you almost know they're going to be dropping it like a. You know, the great thing about that first fall was like um, they basically had um, Atlantis doing three, like two or two quebradoras. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all of a sudden, you just have Ultima Girl, like, suddenly just beat him out of nowhere like yes and then the second fall they had another they were really you know it was like an old it was an ultimo girl type of match you know very short first fall short mm-hmm. second fall and then like a little longer the third fall that's the ultimo girl formula that's his trade yeah man. yeah so i've been saying that before yeah and then they had um they had ultimo girl win the then they had um who was the they had atlantis use Ultimo Guerrero's um, new finisher the one that he's been using lately yes the pulpo guerrero mm-hmm. to win the second fall which it's called was the octopus warrior? Yeah, the Pulpo Guerrero. That's awesome. They don't call it the ultimate. It doesn't come off as. Octopus no, but I like that the warrior. octopus warrior. Yeah. I want to. But it doesn't really work. No, 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 no. That's. I know, but it just character. it just doesn't work in uh in when you're translating it in, in the, English. But there was the calamari wrestler. Yeah. With Osamu Nishimura. The yeah. Movie. Okay. Okay. About the wrestling squid. Okay, girl. Let's get back okay. to that. There's going to be a few. Otherwise, it's going to be like a three-hour show. And it will make me look like yeah. a fool. Yeah. But no. Uh, um, I was surprised how quickly Guerrero gave up to the Cray Bredor in the third fall. Yeah. It didn't bug me or anything, but I was su- I, I thought they would tease a little more. But <laughs> it didn't matter because uh, the outcome it was, was the amazing. <laughs> it was the Atlantida. Not the Poopo Guerrero? The third fall? Yeah, the third fall, fall was Atlantida, wasn't it? Yeah, I just yeah. think of that as the backbreaker. <laughs> but it's not Cabradora, though. <laughs> no, I thought Cabradora could be. Cabradora is the one you no, spin him you around. Spin around Dude, he, yeah. Come on, <laughs> that's not even close. <laughs> you're like you're like you're like a, 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 a non lucha fan. The problem is I'm sober. Yeah, I mean, we got a yeah. beer. Huh? I don't know, Kurt. <laughs> we've done we've done a drunk podcast. It didn't work. No, out, it right? didn't. No, totally, yeah. totally. No, I I know. I, I wait. Well, what's great? Like they kept escaping all their holes. Like yes. in the third fall, if you recall, he did the Atlanta near and Ultima Girl grabbed the rope mm-hmm. to break out then Ultimo Girl did the Guerrero special his other big finisher I mean that's his finisher from like from years the the suplex off the top the reverse suplex off the top rope mm-hmm. and Atlantis kicked out of that and, and then that finally like, he got the Atlantida and, and got the win yeah that was sweet yeah. I, I was surprised how quick he he, uh, he tapped out yeah I was expecting more of it but it didn't bug me because uh, the post match was just yeah the post match is great itself. That and he actually has like somebody was pointed at me, pointed out that he kind of looks like Terry Gordy, um, Ultima Girl. <laughs> Ultima Girl kind of looks like Terry Gordy. Has that? Has that? I, I think what that person meant was that he has that '80s heel look. Yes. Like the Dick Slaters, like because he had that like, he had like a cut in his head. Like if you notice, he had like a. Oh god, he, like he a, looked like a gnarly. Yeah, he had like the he had like a he looked just beat up like no, a beat like up a '80s guy. He, yeah. he did look like a warrior. He did look like a Guerrero. Yeah, sure, let me show you. <laughs> let me see if I have the picture. No, he, he. Let's see. Let's I'm, I'm gonna look at the picture. Because Kurt's kind of forgotten all this stuff for some reason. I'm old, damn it. 
I'm very old. I'm 52. <laughs> what's Nero Casas is still doing stuff. What's what's your excuse? Well, Nero Casas is like a genetic freak. He, the guy's amazing. He's got that 80s looking. He does have an 80s look. I wouldn't say Terry yeah. Gordy, but he does have like that classic badass yeah, like, look. Like the 80s. Like, I'm trying to think who I'd compare him to. Billy Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billy Anderson's a good looking guy. Come on. Yes, Billy Anderson's a handsome man. Yes. Um, but no, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a mask versus match, mask match that had that emotional an ending and that uh-huh. prolonged an ending. I know it just kept going like just the, the they they had to continue talking and, and I stuff. kept watching. Yeah, yeah, it was really it was it. really good. Like the women crying. It was Ultimo Girl's family that was crying. That was the, the dad was like hold, yes. putting his head down, bummed. Um, well, then they brought him in to like hug him. Oh, that was yeah. Amazing. They had like they had um, Ultimo Girl talk about how he gave him a, gave it like he lost the mask and everything. And then like uh-huh. Atlantis talking about how he was going to put that mask in a special was always going to be in a special place and everything and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, that's a part really I, I missed out on since I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. Oh, it was really good. <laughs> but you don't have to. You just know yeah. how much it meant. Yeah. Just the way he took his time taking off. Yeah, then when he was talking, he cried. He was like, oh, he got man, choked man. up. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because these guys are just losing a mask. You know, it's like, and they still cho- get choked up. And it's like, you don't get that in, in, in American wrestling. It's you don't true. very rarely get that reaction. Like, I think somebody compared it to like when Undertaker lost. But I don't think you get that reaction from The Undertaker. You know, you get, right, it, from, right. I think get it from the, the fans. Clo- the closest thing I could think of is Ric Flair's last yeah, match. Yeah, Ric Flair, when he, like, does stuff, like, yeah. he would always, like, get teary-eyed and stuff like that. Exactly. But I think it's just, exactly. like, some guys are just really good very, at doing Yeah, that. very emotional yeah. people. Like, uh, oh, well, uh, it, although it wasn't nearly at the level of this, uh, when Ray Mendoza was crying in the ring. when With Viano, Viano, Yeah, Viano uh, 3. Yeah. That match was a lot better than that. this match, though, I mean... You got to give that. That that was the a match lot. was better, but the post match was post match like, was no nah, post match was post match was just. I've just never seen good. anything like this. Uh, post match. No, you're right. You're right. The actual because the post match had post match had Ray Mendoza like hugging him and everything crying. Yeah. That was really good too. They they both had good finishes, but I mean I think I think the cool thing is like Atlantis. It's weird, like CMLL. I don't think they get it, but they kind of stumble into it like a. Like an Undertaker type character in their promotion, mm-hmm. where Undertaker, like you're always expecting him, you could put him against somebody, and you always knew he wasn't going to lose. Yes, until he finally lost. Whereas Atlantis has been winning mass matches, and they don't CMLL doesn't really build him up like as the guy who wins big mass matches. Right, right. You would think you know next year they would do like Atlantis versus like say like Atlantis versus. I don't know who's like a maybe Mr. Nebla. Yeah. Although I don't think I don't know. Although Mr. Nebla was working pretty hard in this last couple of. Well, maybe he if could, he's motivated. Yeah, if he's motivated, he's gonna know, get a big payday. Um, but with that, that where he right would person to no, I'm just saying yeah. like I'm just saying like like winning big mask matches like like they gotta build him up like a, a, until he finally loses the his mask to somebody right or doesn't lose it at all you know because I mean there's certain guys that should never drop their mask you know you have Santo that's true Blue Demon you know guys like that should never drop That'd their mask that'd be kind of cool if Atlantis never dropped yeah I mean certain guys I mean, should it would be kind of yeah Yeah. only a handful retire with their mask on their face but who would you put them against like what would you 
have as the next. Well, you said you would do a hair match next year or something. Yeah, like yeah. I would kind of um, rush and somebody. I else. would keep Atlantis definitely visibly in the mix because you I, want him to be like a next. But I next. wouldn't try to make the next show outdo this show. I'd almost plan two shows ahead. What would be the next big mask mask match though? And see, that's Alice? the thing. I think. Well, you know what? It's funny because I'm um, Dr. Wagner Jr. wants to get back in mm-hmm. and like. But you can't rely on half. Yeah. Half of CMLL wants him back in. Mm-hmm. The other half doesn't. And the half that wants him back in doesn't really, like, is kind of not, like, really, they're not really going to war for him. Well, I, I, I think. And I think Wagner, like, like I, I, I made the comment that he wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. And then Conan um, replied to me and he said, he said he could see it happening. He said, if, if Wagner puts his mask on, makes, offers his mask to Paco, mm-hmm. he said Paco would bring him back. And I'm like, I don't really know if that would happen because Paco hasn't forgiven. Dude, Paco didn't forget uh, Mystico for leaving. Yes, and that dude, that dude would have been a drunk. Santo. I mean, Hijo Santo. I mean, yeah. Doctor Wagner actually talks shit about. And it's funny because they, they uh, the video, and I don't think Conan saw the video, but in the video, Doctor Wagner Jr. kind of put down Atlantis. Wow. He kind of said, "This is like the stupidest thing I've ever heard Doctor Wagner Jr. say." Mm-hmm. Because Atlantis may have never left CMLL, the promotion. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about how he's an international star, Dr. Ryder yes, Jr. okay. Because he's wrestled all over this, the, the world, all, in all these different places. And I'm like, Atlantis is part of CMLL. Mm-hmm. He worked in, he kind of worked in WCW. Although they did, they gave him a different name or they called him some other name, if you remember. You know what? I don't remember When that. they called him Lizmark or something. I think I he did worked. did not know yeah, that. Um, he's worked in Japan hun- yes. numerous times for the CML Japan uh, and like a lot of UWA the South the America. Michinoku Pro. Um, he worked in the he works in LA all the time. Mm-hmm. He worked in the US a lot. It's like if there's somebody, if there's somebody that that isn't gonna have to like worry about oh uh, I gotta leave for another promotion to work elsewhere, mm-hmm. it's Atlantis because he's yeah. wrestled everywhere. And if I was Paco Alonso, the first thing I would think of is, okay, I want to do a big mass program two years. Who can I depend upon? Yeah, yeah. And I don't think you can depend upon Dr. Do- Wagner. You, I mean, like the Barry Windham of... Uh, Dr. Wagner Jr. is less reliable than Mr. Niebla, I think. <laughs> like, like for CMLL, like yeah. if he would... Because, I mean, I think Dr. Wagner Jr. would leave and have no problems. See, that's a, yeah, that's what would be the... And it's funny because the guy telling me this, that he could see it happening... Didn't Dr. Wagner Jr. just wrestle for AAA? Right. right. <laughs> so, so that kind of tells you, like, if Conan can't trust it, if a AAA guy can't trust him and he's working there, it tells you that he can't ha- it can't happen Absolutely. here. Absolutely. I, you know, and, you know, that that's the thing. I'd rather have an average worker who gets a decent response from people who shows up and is dependable yeah. than somebody who can blow the roof off the place, but you don't know if he's going to be here yeah. in, in three weeks. And then there's... I, I think the un, the only other guy I could think of is um, Viano Four, but he's in AAA. Like he's working AAA too, so I don't know if right. I could see him doing it just because he could, probably would figure CML would give him a bigger payday. Because I mean AAA, they don't really need well, and, the, and the Vianos. Man. Vianos have a much uh, smoother rep. Like if they said, hey, yeah. we want you do a lengthy program, yeah. I, he probably wouldn't ditch him. Yeah, yeah. I think he would do it. Like if it was Viano Four versus Atlantis, I think that would work. But then. Beyond that, I mean, then we're going to Mr. Niebla and all these other guys that don't really And have. then we're going Atlantis probably eventually retiring. I mean, yeah. I hope, not because I don't want to see him. Cause and I then you have all these guys, the, the, the other guy, like La Sombra, but I mean, La Sombra, I, I'm not going to have him drop his mask. No. He's like, that's, he's he's La Sombra, I mean, that's he's like. He's one of the coolest yeah. 
Unless he has a cool look. I mean, I don't know, but... Yeah, but that mask is... Yeah. I mean, I mean it, the, the blankness of the mask... I've never seen somebody look so charismatic with such a yeah. plain outfit. I mean, that guy just rocks. I kind of think, because Russia said he wants to win a mask match. Like, he wants to win a mask versus hair match. I kind of think they might actually feed him somebody, mm-hmm. like, to be the... You know, but then they're going to have to load up the undercard. Because I don't think... I mean, I can't see them put, like... Rush versus I mean that would that would be pretty good. Rush versus Atlantis, where Rush actually wins a mask, which that, might, that would actually surprise a lot of people because I think everybody would say, "Man, Rush is going to lose his hair." Yeah, yeah. Because you know, hair is easier; it grows back. Rush know? is one of those guys who you could see being like a Negro Casas or Carnario <coughs> Galindo, who you know is famous for losing yeah their hair. Every but I just don't see him doing yeah. it this this soon. Yeah, no, no, no. I have to be unwise. Yeah, so um, I kind of think that. I have no idea what they're going to do. I'm guessing. Neither do I. I'm guessing. I'm. I'm thinking it's going to end up being Atlantis versus. Mr. That's what I'm predicting. Atlantis versus hmm, Mr. Niebla. That'd be interesting. I don't know if that's going to or Mr. Niebla versus Rush or something like that. And from what you're saying, it sounds like if Mr. Niebla wants to put on his. And that's the other problem. That's the other problem. Mm-hmm. Depending on Mr. Niebla. Yeah. And that's that. We're still a year away. Mm-hmm. A lot can happen. He'll disappear. That might be another problem. I mean, this guy could get couldn't get through the Embusca del Nido low judging. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna get there. I think we'll have like well, well, you know what? What I've noticed, we'll have we'll know more or less what's gonna be the main event at the anniversary mm-hmm. based on what will be the semi main event on the Dos Leyendas card. Okay. Because usually the I think the tag team match, you know, the par- national parejas match. Usually that kind of tells That's you... That's where things blossom. Yeah, that kind of right? tells you a hint of who's going to be in that Okay, yeah. very cool. I, I, I'm, and you, I told you earlier I wanted to just touch upon Dragon Lee very quick. And I, here's one guy who I think they should be pushing like crazy. Yeah. Well, you said they were. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is my fear. This is my fear. Years ago, there was wrestlers who had a physique akin to his. Mm-hmm. Not quite as cut. But... It seems like a lot of the wrestlers in Mexico built like that. Feel a need to get beefier, and he looks cool the way he. Yeah, does. I don't think he will. I, I hope he he's a small guy though. I hope he doesn't go. Yeah, you know, he's know. a small guy though. He'll, he'll he's a little bigger than his um, brother though. Yeah, yeah Mystico. But he has a unique look. He's better than Mystico. Although I, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that because Mystico follows me on Twitter. <laughs> now I, and I have to be nice to everybody on Twitter. It's it's so horrible. Like if people started following me, it's like, man, I can't be mean to this person <laughs> on Twitter. I love it. I love I, it. As long as you don't put the the little um, the hashtag. That, no, that thing that goes ahead of their name. The oh, ads. okay, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you don't do that, you can say whatever you uh, want. Mystico, God, you suck compared to Greg. Gra- nah, he's not that. I I don't think he's he's hurt all the time. So it's like I can't really judge. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you gonna complain about? He's he's hurt all the time. Um, but, we, but, but you know, before, it's like I know a lot of people when they watch. I'm not a big fan of the other Mystical either. Oh, yeah. The, the Mysticies, oh. I, I find him overrated now because he's not as good as he was when he was younger. So. Yeah, I've only seen him one time, yeah. so I can't really, you know. You've seen him recently? Mysticies? Oh, as Sin Cara, right? What? You've seen him as Sin Cara, right? No, this is. Mysticies. I saw his first appearance in AAA oh, on really? TV. Was, I mean, he got a good pop, good return, but yeah, he, he didn't blow you didn't my mind. You didn't see it on TV. Sorry, on, on the YouTube. internet. <laughs> internet. I'm speaking on you now because yeah. I'm I'm mad at you for see what a bully Fredo is. can be. Uh, we should talk about um, where Lucha we went to last yesterday. Lucha Underground. Yes. Because everybody keeps thinking they're they 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 have mixed opinions on this. Uh-huh. 
some people, and I think even us being at the show, we kind of had mixed opinions on it. Because we did. I had to personally step out of the box and try to I look at it. I tried. Well, one, I looked at it from a vantage point as somebody who loves lucha, but I also tried to look at it as a and you know point of what they're trying to accomplish. You know, as 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 much as Kevin Kleinrock <laughs> will say that he doesn't have anything involved with this show, mm-hmm. this show so looks so much like something he would do. Yes, it does. That 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 that, that he's going to get blamed for it no matter <laughs> what. So he might get blame or he might get credit for it. Yeah. So so Kevin's just going to have to accept that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, oh. I mean, we went to the... Sh- it was a big old warehouse. Mm-hmm. It's a big old warehouse. Like, if you want to go to this show in Boyle Heights, you don't have, really have to worry about gangs or anything because mm-hmm. it's in, like, an industrial it's area. It's an industrial yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about it. You go there. It's no problem. You park in a fenced-in it's area. A, yeah, it's a fenced-in area. They have food there. They have a, food, mm-hmm. a couple food trucks. Um, they have catering for the wrestlers. Um, but it then they when you get there... They uh, they take your picture and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and then they like put you in like a little like the warehouse. There's like this area where it's like it looks like it looks kind of like where they put like the cattle in. That's what I was saying. <laughs> and that's like what we're all being herded we, in. We, we felt like we were herded into the the, I feel the like show. That Twilight episode to serve man, yes. where Richard Keel's gonna come and uh, yeah, we, fatten us up. We, so we were just like us. It was so funny because and then they had like uh, like these buckets or like yeah, those giant Big buckets, buckets of ice, of ice, ice and had water in them. To keep us like dehydrated. Yes. I mean, it wasn't as hot either. Like, so the the building isn't as hot as it. I, I'm guessing they they added hair conditioning too. So because I was gonna say it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't as bad. We survived because I, I wore I wore a show. black shirt. Because mm-hmm. they told us we couldn't wear um anything with a logo or artwork, mm-hmm. and if yeah. you showed up with artwork, they made you like they put tape on you or they had you turn it inside yes. out. I my artwork was basically like just like um like paint. Paintbrush. It was almost unnoticeable. Yeah, it wasn't noticeable. The girl did ask me mm-hmm. to look at my shirt, and I was like, she looked at, it, she was fine with it. Mm-hmm. But then, like this one little girl had like a Little Mermaid T-shirt. Yes, yes. <laughs> they made her change, so put it inside out. <laughs> so you have a lot of people in the and crowd we saw with inside. Out. Walking back to their car. Yeah, yeah. You had like a bunch of people. I- I'm guessing these are people that didn't know anything. Like they just showed up as walk-ins. Right, right. Because they have three. They have three. Um, three lines you could like stand in. You have, they have the walk-ins. The ones that have reservations, and then the people who are coming back. Actually, the fourth one because it was the fourth one was the VIPs, mm-hmm. which I have no idea what that was. But very insignificant yeah, people. Yes. Uh, so the actual show, I mean, the the place looks just like what was WSX basically. It does. It reminds me a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a cool little setup. It. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I dug it for what it was. It's not lucha yeah. to me, but I dug we it. We sat. For what we it sat was. right behind Vampiro. For everybody who wants to know where we're at, we're sitting. We're sitting right behind Vampiro, and we're just rolling our eyes every time he would get up. Vampiro, basically, Vampiro is supposedly. I have no idea if they were announcing during the show, because Vampiro, first of all, his um, his monitor wasn't working, and then like afterwards, he just kept getting up. He kept raising his hand, getting the fans to cheer. Yeah, he was like he was like a they had, crowd going. This is one of the problems that I think this group promotion is going to have. Like, I think they had TV people and they had wrestling people, and mm-hmm. like the, neither one knew what to do. So the TV people, if you have people sitting behind Vampiro, they wanted us to be smiling and cheering. We happened to be sitting with like the most unlikely group of people that you would expect to cheer. At a wrestling yeah, show. Yeah, the people that who surrounded us just were sitting on their hands and uh, reading. Yes, uh, people. Oh, they said not to bring in phones. All Leave them in your. Yeah, they all had their phones, and it's like <laughs> it's like, and they these people they never said anything to them. Mm-hmm. I I think I think you could, 
when I when I what, I think we could pretty much like like we, we were like worried about the non disclosure agreement or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you could sign that and just say whatever you want about it. It's like <laughs> they well, didn't really give up. Careful about that. I, one, I, but. If they send us a, if they send us a if you if, if they want to send us a legal assistant, uh, yes, can take the podcast. They down. could they could send it to liger at aol.com. <laughs> That's L-Y-G-E-R at A-O-L dot com. We'll oh, I love the, the girl that was, like, taking our picture and asking us for our information. Oh, this girl Had was so quietest crazy. voice. We couldn't hear anything she was saying. She couldn't, she couldn't pronounce, she couldn't even figure out, the, like, some of the stuff I was telling her. Like, Valley. Then she couldn't figure out, like, I knew... Esparza. Yeah, she couldn't, she had, I had to spell out Esparza. A lucha show with Latin people. Yes, and they could spell as far as But that happens. That happens a lot. Does it really? With white people, white people. Can, oh, I thought. You and it's that. not. It's not just. It's not just white people. A lot of people can't spell Esparza. They spell Esparza, or they spell Espinosa and stuff like that. You'd be shocked how many people uh, have a different spelling for Kurt. Kurt, my dad couldn't remember your name. <laughs> and yeah. then we'll, we'll talk about this off the show. <laughs> uh, but this is, this is actually something else that we're... He's got that little cabron yeah, that, that he calls me. Well, because he remembers you as Curtis, too. <laughs> he keeps, and um, so um, she couldn't get my name. She she asked me for my email address. Uh-huh. I used one of my other email so addresses. So did I. Which was like a lot longer. I did not use the liger at L-I-G-E-R-A-O-L.com. Basically, what I knew, because having dealt with MTV... the. This isn't the same group, but the MTV people I dealt with when they were doing Lucha Libre uh-huh. USA. And I knew that every single person, like the person emailing you, the person contacting you vo- via the phone, the person like sending you messages, they weren't the same person. So you get away with it, with it, talking about them mm-hmm. by giving them the di- another email address or giving them other information. Ah. So I, I used like, I used another email or they know me, like the main people in the, in the promotion know uh-huh. me from another email the wrestling people know me from my phone number, <laughs> and then, and then the, the people there don't even know that the fuck that's going on. <laughs> so it's like this weird, complicated thing. So the the show itself, I actually enjoyed it. I mean, the matches are pretty yeah. good. Um, I think I I noticed somebody like when when the Cubs fan posted the the, the results on Lucha Blog, this one person said that um, he was worried about the show because it didn't look good. Because um, based on the results. Mm-hmm. The matches were a lot better than your the results would indicate. That oh, yeah. Mascarita Sagrada versus um, Son of Havoc match mm-hmm. was very that. entertaining. That was fun. Yeah, that reminded they would not want the. Well, actually, they wouldn't have a match exactly like that. But like when I was a little kid, they would have mixed tags, or it was a wrestler and a midget versus a wrestler and a midget. Yeah, and the. They would have it where the midget would come and prank the big wrestler in the ring, yeah. and that. It, but what was really cool about me of that. what was the cool about this was like Evelise was involved. She mm-hmm. was son of Havoc, so I'm second, and um, she got tope suicided by uh, by Mascara, mm-hmm. Sagra, Mascarita Sagra, which was really cool. Uh, the first match was on Phoenix, which was great. He did a rope. What was that? The, he walked on the rope and then did a drop kick. Right? Yeah, that was sweet. That was really cool. Um, Russell Mariachi Loco. Um, but what was the highlight? I had told Kurt that Pimpinella... Actually, two things I told Kurt before the ma- the show, and they both happened. Mm-hmm. Pimpinella, because I heard somebody had already told me Pimpinella was going to be on the show. Pimpinella wrestled um, Pentagon Jr. Pentagon Jr. is awesome. Yes. Live. He did a really cool promo in Spanish. Uh, Pimpinella was... I-, I said it was an okay match, because I kind of thought it wasn't that... You know, it wasn't, it wasn't as... 
it wasn't like this five star match or anything. It was just an entertaining it's match. It's Pimpinela, yeah. damn it! And people were just really into the characters. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, I mean, I've seen Pentagon Jr. a lot better matches, but then you know, this was really fun. This is a, yeah, it was a this fun is match. A different product than yeah. what he is used to. I mean, it, do you think these matches are going to make TV? Because they they it was weird because they they started this, this these two matches and like Vampiro and Matt Striker weren't talking. That was when uh, um, Vampiro was having problems with his uh, monitor. Yeah, that's... And that, then they, they came back and they said that they were going to start um, the show afterwards. That was odd, wasn't it? Yes, and I was like, why? So, I don't know. I don't know. Because those were, those were really the two best matches. They were, were. They were. Yeah. They were the best ones. Maybe they'll edit them down. I don't know. Maybe they'll add them. Well, you know, it's got to be a two-hour show. I mean, I don't think those four matches lasted, like, even close to, like, Yeah. The, uh, you know, I... I I think if what they're trying to accomplish is just having a TV series and not, like, have an on-the-road promotion, I think they'll... I think it was good. I liked the, it. I the, liked it. The other highlight of the show was the the, CM, the, the ring announcer. The, every, for all the men in the arena. Yes, for the men. And the, and the vicarious women. Yeah, the, I mean, with Melissa something... She was hot. She was cute. Yeah, she was, she very was, hot. She was yeah. a beauty. She yeah. was hot. Yes. Yes. Probably the best looking ring announcer we've we've seen. <laughs> yes, yes. Actually, we probably I think we were at a show where and there was I a female. Right, she got all the names right too. Yeah, that was, and she even yeah. spoke in Spanish too. She even got the like like Zapopan and stuff like that. Like, yes, like she was getting like these. She was getting who was the one that had a really long. I think it was um, Drago who had like a really long. Um, like oh, a introduction, introduction. Yes. like his last, his it, where he was from it was, was like, yes. like a really long introduction. It was like, and she got it all right. And I was like, wow, that was really good. Yeah. Um, then they had um, Drago versus um, Mil Muertes mm-hmm. with um, that chick, Katrina. Didn't really do a lot. Yeah. She did uh, lick <laughs> Drago's, <laughs> Drago's mask, oh, yeah, which was kind of disgusting. And then, we had, then they had that one dude uh, who was on the, on the rooftop. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. That was a cool I think touch. that might have been Nijo Fantasma, but um, I didn't see his um, waist tattoos. There was yes. really... Cause I, I kind of think that was him, and he 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 he, uh, he strolls down the stairs, and then like grab I don't know what he did, but he grabbed like the 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 the, the, the gooey ooze off of um, Drago and like just dropped it on the mm-hmm. on the ring or whatever. And then they had um, oh then they had the other match. I told Kurt we were probably gonna end up watching Chavo Guerrero Jr. versus Sexy Star. He predicted it, and yes, yes, they and it happened. Sexy Star was a lot. I mean, she she's lost a lot of weight. I mean, like she's gotten in shape. Those abs. Yeah, she was really in shape. Um, Chavo Guerrero Jr. kind of came off like a cool heel, but I mean, the match was the match. It thank was, God it ended. It wasn't meant to be. I yeah. think they knew. I my hunch was they knew what they could do with the match, and it wasn't. I mean, it was a good story. Yeah, because they told brought, a good story. They brought in Pentagon Jr. teasing who he was going to um, hit with the chair. And I, I, I gotta say, I think Chavo Guerrero Jr. as far as portraying like a goofy character does it well. Why well, wasn't portraying Very a goofy well. character in this though? He was a heel. I thought he was. No, I mean, he wasn't. He was a heel, but he was just a heel. I thought he was. He a was. Goof. He wasn't a goof. He was just. A, he was a heel. No, she was. She was clowning him around and stuff. <laughs> was he? I, no, yes, he, he was, was a heel. Yes, he, wasn't he was a goof. goof. He wasn't a goof. He was a goof. No, he wasn't. He was an angry um, And then heel. Phoenix came in and saved um, Sexy Star, mm-hmm. and they cleaned house, which was probably all you could say about that match. Yep. And then they had the main event, which was Big Rick, who was Ezekiel Jackson from um, WWE, mm-hmm. who you had no idea who probably nope. was, right? Versus um, Prince Puma, mm. Ricochet. Yep. Ricochet. 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 <laughs> 
which was actually a pretty good match because they had um, the other guys, Lil Cholo Lil and, uh, Cholo and uh, uh, Ricky Ray is yeah. involved. Ricky Ray is did he bleed from the he got he got hit yeah, in that, that was, dive I think right? You're right that it was from the tope. Yeah, from the dive or something, and yeah, but because he came back like he had a ton of blood on yeah, his face. Yeah, didn't seem to bug him at all. Yeah, he kept going, he kept going, and Lil Cholo. They 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 look cool like as a group. They, they had do. A, they do. I mean, this is the, like Ezekiel Jackson. I saw him a lot in WWE. Actually, I didn't see him a lot. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm lying. I saw him only a little bit. I will. I will say I saw him, but I don't remember anything about him really. But like when you're in WWE, there's so many big guys that mm-hmm. you don't differentiate. Where he stood out. He like stood out monster. here because he's like a big yes. dude. He brought it. Came in with a cigar. He looked like a badass. He did. Whereas, like, if he was in WWE, he'd be like, "Oh, he's he's like he's like shorter than Big Show, <laughs> <laughs> or or he's he, he's he's smaller than Lord Tenzai, yeah, or exactly. or Brodus Clay, or none of these guys are in WWE now." But I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they had all these guys back then. It's like they they look all the they're all huge, yeah, Jack Swagger, all these guys. <laughs> and here you look like a giant next to uh, Puma, which was a, you know I thought for a street fight it was pretty I good. Thought it was good. Well, and especially, it was a kind of complex street fight. There was a lot going on. Yeah. And they pulled it off very well. Yeah, because Johnny Mundo Morrison got yeah, involved. Yeah, that was a pretty cool... Uh, did a dive off the... They basically, in the, in the arena, they have, like, this little office. And it's that guy's... It's the heel... Um, I guess it's the heel ma- owner or heel boss named Dario Cueto or something mm-hmm. like that. And they jump out. Uh, that guy. So Johnny Munto jumped off. And it was a long jump. It was yeah. a high jump. Like yeah. he jumped from a, a a good. He didn't hit anything. He just landed in yeah, the ring. Yeah, he landed. I, but I was even a little worried on that. I know. I thought he was. Gonna, you know what I was thinking when when um, Human Tornado blew out his. Yes, knee. That was, I thought, that's what I was thinking. I, I, I was thinking, man, watch Johnny Munto oh, blow out his knee. Does, I hope he doesn't get hurt just doing his entrance. Yeah. You know, it, it looked cool. Though. Yeah, his. Looked, so, you could see one of the. The, the the workers employed the Lucha Underground workers mm-hmm. she was like peeking through the the end back over there like staring at Johnny Mundo I was like jeez come on that was funny uh, yeah, but I mean the, oh they also had that one Asian chick walk in like during one of the matches I remember? remember that yeah but I think it was the I think it was the I think it was the mini mat the match with the mini wasn't it I think it was that like she walked out I don't remember that yeah, Kurt, you don't remember. Maybe a lot. I was looking at. Kurt, you don't remember. A lot. Maybe I was looking at the palm of my hand, pretending I had myself. Nah, you were watching the match, probably. Yeah, no, it was a good. I, I dug that match. Actually. You were talking to um, somebody. Somebody, a friend. A friend next to you. A good friend. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was good to see him too. Yeah. Good guy. Um, well, I mean, so just overall, your impressions. You know, as a, I'm not, I, I, I don't go off into like TV tapings. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of told you this, like when we went, when we were leaving, that I kind of rather go to like a live show without having to worry about the camera, just enjoying myself. Yes. Not worrying about like, oh, you got to clap, you got to do all this stuff, because you're not really enjoying your. Although I did clap. I did too. But it's because I enjoyed myself. Well, the one thing the they, stuff I clapped too. Yeah. I wasn't like cheering. Like if you see the crowd. Uh huh. They were cheering like for like the most rant. Like these people walking down the arena. It's like, dude, seriously, I'm not gonna cheer for that. Yeah. Like, cause they're heels. Why am I going to cheer for cheer for like? I'm not going to cheer for Chavo. They should have. They... Yeah. So it's like it, I wasn't cheering for that. So like when you go to a live show, like just a regular show, I enjoy that more because you know they're going to hit you with a tope. There's a chance. Gonna... I know. I know. If you're yeah. in the audience, you're going to nail. The you're going to. You, if you don't move, you're going to get nailed. And at this show, I didn't think they were going to hit anyone. Yeah, this was good homogenized TV taping wrestling, where and you and I were talking about this on the way home. Our preferred wrestling is. 
hole in the wall mom and pop lucha libre. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you usually have a pretty small crowd, but man, are they a passionate crowd. There's nothing like lucha fans. Yeah, and 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 uh, good raw hard workers. I mean, uh, this crowd was more of a mix of like you had some lucha fans because we did see. We did see a lot of the... We saw a couple of people that go to um, Superboy shows, yes. even. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a few of the uh, hardcore Lucha fans, but then we saw a lot of, like, um, hipster-looking fans. Yes, like, we did. We, like, we, white people that are you wouldn't expect at Lucha shows. Yeah. And then you had, like, a lot of people who weren't really, like, Lucha wrestling fans at all that were just there, like... I think they were there, like, to, like, start, like, business deals with, like, AAA and stuff like that, or with... Lucha Underground. That one group that had, like, the VIP passes and stuff. Yes. Although one of the guys was dancing with Pimpinella, so, I mean, you gotta give him credit for that. Did big time, yeah, yes. So, so at least he was, like, entertained. Yeah. And that was my impression, was the, uh, the fans were, the fans were entertained. It looked like even the people who weren't into it were having a good time, though toward the end it seemed to get a little long. For and that's time. what I was like, I, I, when I sent the, when I was sending somebody, uh, something about the, the, the taping, I wrote, I don't know how these people are going to last doing those four hour tapings because the two I, hours I think, that's a mistake. I think I think the last by the end of the show did you notice how drained everybody was like like they wanted they us to keep tired. cheering and, and people were just like fuck this I'm done <laughs> yeah, you saw as soon as that last match was done even before I they really said that's the show people were already getting up like some people yeah were, yeah people were just, just like, more, they're not wrestling fans so they're getting worn out yeah you know? it's like it emptied out pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, I think people knew that they were going to get to like talk to the wrestlers or anything, mm-hmm. so they just left right away. Yeah, and a lot. It, it, it's funny because I I remember hearing it in uh, like in Argentina during the heyday when they did the TV tapings, they would do like three, you know, sometimes two or three tapings in a day. I don't think they did that throughout the full years they were promoting, but they would have a different audience each time. Once because so many people yeah. see it, but I bet you the re- the real reason was. They didn't want everybody looking half asleep by the third taping yeah. and have a. Now I can understand. I can understand now why they're taping it. Yeah. Like like that because it's like yeah. it's not. I think those four hour tapings are going to be brutal. Yeah. I think like, it'll look good on TV. I, I mean, have no idea. Well, one thing I noticed is that they were filming a lot of the crowd cheering, just getting Before, the crowd to yeah. cheer, so that when there's a cool move done in the ring, they can show those clips of the fans cheering. You know what? The the only like like when you were asking me. If, like I think somebody was asking us like if we thought it was going to be like successful. And it's like it's hard to tell because I mean I, I, it's hard to tell because I mean you, the the match quality was pretty good, mm-hmm. but I mean I think you're going to have some people are going to be like they're not going to be used to seeing a midget beat a a, a regular sized guy. I think it'll that's going to be that's going to be something that's going to be a little weird for a lot of them. But I'm guessing that's going to be part of what's going to be in the like what they do off you know script. Yeah, kind of what they do like behind backstage and stuff like that. What yeah. we're not seeing, and then I think, I don't know, like, like I just think it's a small venue, and when it's a small venue, it just doesn't come off like a major league type of show. I don't know if it's going to be that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, 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 mean, I, I don't know. It's, if it's funny. I, I have a friend at work who, uh, he's a guy like mid thirties, and mm-hmm. you know, so he grew up with WWF wrestling, and uh, uh, another guy around his age and I and I were talking about like really good WCW matches. We we're talking about the Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero and and the guy was saying, Oh, there were good wrestlers in WCW and <laughs> they were a lot better. I, I said they were great. They were a lot better than WWE. Yeah, and that's what we were did, telling him and he seemed surprised and he said, Well the reason I, I didn't think of it whenever I turned it on, he said I think this was um Saturday nights. 
Yeah, yeah. He'd see the little studio and he says, "Oh, I thought that that was like a two bit promotion or yeah. something." So and that's what a lot of a chance, that's yeah. what a lot of people used. To, like I remember when I first got like some of my like friends and like relatives into lucha into wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like when they would watch WWF, they, that was what they were used to. And I would tell them, "You guys should be watching WCW because that's where the good stuff yeah. is." And they're like, and then like. I, a couple of weeks would pass by and they'd be like oh my god you were right I, I'd never seen Lucha Doors before because that's where they would see that and they'd be like who is this um, Chris ben- Fit Finley Chris Benoit mm-hmm. you know now it's different yeah, it's Eddie Guerrero you know a different time, story back the then time. I go who these guys are amazing why am I watching the smoking guns versus like these jobbers or why am I watching this shit on WWE exactly. and I would be like that's why you should be watching if it if you could convince somebody to give it a try they would have yeah and uh um yeah, in fact, I remember my sister, like, my sister-in-law was, uh, uh, you know, counseling like a some like delinquent kids, and it was on a Monday night, and two of the kids were anxious for it to get done, so they go watch WCW. Yeah, and she says, I don't, I don't get it. And then she saw, I said, Well, the Monday night show was huge. Like the, yeah. the shows were big. That's but you know, she was like, she she had seen some Raw before, and she mm. didn't get it. But then I said. Okay, watch some of this, and she saw. In fact, it was Guerrero and Rey Mysterio Jr. She says, "Oh my God!" Now I realize why the kids were so anxious to get done with yeah. the session. And you know, she wouldn't watch the whole show, but if if either Eddie Guerrero or I don't Rey Mysterio think, came on, she'd come down to watch. Them. I don't think WWE has had that type of show that that w, what WCW had for like a year or two. Yeah, I don't think anybody's had that that quality of matches. Like like WWE gets that. Like they'll have like a really good main mm-hmm. event. It's like three hours. I mean, oh, oh God. God. Once WCW started doing the three-hour shows, and they still had, they they still, I mean, back then you had a deep roster. I mean, you could still right. pull it off. But like WWE, I mean, you're watching two fucking Divas matches in every show now. Those are, and you know, that's the thing I kept on. And, I, and it's not even matches. They're talking now. It's like, oh, my God. Yes, yes. And I know that, I, I, I know it's just a weird comparison, but that's all I could think of when I was watching the women's match on the anniversary show is like, you know, I could see some people complaining about this match, but they're not those divas. Yeah, these girls yeah. are working. I, I, I mean, they're, they're working hard. Too. I'm amazed, like at the people who watch Raw all the time. Because mm-hmm. I watch, like, if you follow me on Twitter, you know I watch it. Right. But like, at some point, you'll just see me like end <laughs> the conversation <laughs> on WC on WWE, just because it's so fucking boring. Like, at some point, I just get tired of watching it. It's like, yes, I'm done. I don't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> but I mean, the th- getting back to Lucha Underground, I I kind of think it'll get it'll start building up once they bring in like because this is so funny because we were talking about how they have the non the non disclosure agreement mm-hmm. and like their own people are go- are are like revealing stuff and I know like if you have Conan working for you it is like painful for him to like not be able to say a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, I'm sure like there there's constantly stuff that he wants to say and he can't say, uh-huh. and he's holding himself back, and he really has because he's not even doing um. If you've noticed, he doesn't do the podcast as often. Oh, because he's because first of all he has surgery, but then he has like Kevin Sullivan on. He has like other people, mm-hmm. Disco Inferno, and like he's kind of strange. He's from trying the not to he's trying not to say anything. Oh gosh, and um, that must be frustrating. Yeah, so um, then you have like, then you have like Drago. Who earlier today posted a tweet of um, him with um, Rey Mysterio and Rey Mysterio Jr. Mm-hmm. and he had to take it down. <laughs> and I'm just laughing like, oh my god, these poor guys. And they're tweeting stuff like they're tweeting stuff from that show. Like they're constantly like doing they're it. Yeah, Dorian Roldana and stuff. Like I was like, why the fuck am I worried about like? Why I- are they even having a non-disclosure then? 
isn't it better like have fans actually be hyped about this stuff yeah. and you know there's two types of fans and I really hate this mm-hmm. I seriously hate this I used to hate this with Lucha Libre USA and I mean I think people who visit Lucha Blog I don't know if like I always have to restrain myself because I don't because uh-huh. people like some, some of those people would post on my stuff but I, would, I didn't watch Lucha Libre USA as much as Cubs fan would do because he kept recapping it but he would recap it Mm-hmm. And then there was this one chick that would constantly talk about how great the show is. And, like, are you watching the same shit we're watching? Because, <laughs> I mean, the thing isn't... I mean, there are guys who were working for that thing that thought it wasn't that great. Right, right. But they weren't going to say it. Of course not. You and, so, and, yeah. So then, like, I'm, I'm, whole, I'm like, dude, are you serious? So this is what I hate. Lucha Underground hasn't started. They have names out. Mm-hmm. It's okay to, like, be a fan of it, like... Be excited about yes. it. But there's some people, oh, this is the future. This is the greatest thing ever. This is all this. And it's like, it hasn't even started. I, exactly, you guys haven't even exactly. watched it. Have you been to the show? It's like, it's like the first show, if you went based off the first taping, mm-hmm. I mean, you were scared of what they were going to do because they didn't have any of the AAA guys on the show. AAA guys are probably going to, the guy, the Lucha guys are probably going to make this show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, because I think... I, and some of, uh, I dig it because I mean I know a lot of the local guys like that Famous B is part of it B Boy, mm-hmm. um, Little Cholo. I enjoy their matches. Yeah, I mean, but is it going to make it a great show? We don't know. You don't know because we don't know what the finished product's going to look yeah. like. It's like I I remember. Um, For all we know, they're going to have like ten minutes of like some random dude talking. Oh, totally, totally. I am I am just glad that we didn't have to sit through people talking. Oh God, yeah. I'm and just, I was expecting it. Yeah, I'm no, sure. I, I, have, I'm guessing they probably will. Like, I have a feeling whether it's a hit or a miss, I think it's not going to be a boring show. I think they're... I mean, well... Um, it feels like... I, a, yeah. I, I must say, if it's like, <laughs> if it's an hour-long show, I think it'll be good. If it's, it's any longer than an hour... The first show is going to be a two-hour special, but I think they're going to do... You know, the well, I don't know how they're going to do the two-hour special then, like... Because the show we went to is going to be a November 19th tape mm-hmm. um, airing. That's what... That's like two weeks, three weeks yeah. after, so. Well, it'll be interesting. Like I said, we don't know what it's going to be like till we see it. it, it you know, it's funny because I think back on... They might actually be able... Because they might put the first weekend as a two-hour special. Because there was, like, they might do that and then maybe, like, do the the following week that the next... Yeah, yeah. they could probably do it. They could you, know, it you know, what I, when I think back on ECW, I, the first exposure I got was when uh, it wasn't airing here, but Ron Head sent me a whole bunch of episodes of ECW, and... I remember loving the show, and I was so excited about seeing the pay per views. And the pay per views sucked. Sucked. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but and you I, know, I'm and still that's when I realized that it was because they edited the whoever edited the show did a, did a damn good job. It was I, I go on record saying I think ECW is one of the best TV shows ever because they made it look like the most exciting. I remember in the world. ordering November to remember. Hmm. With um, Sabu versus um, Sandman in a la- on a ladder match. Mm-hmm. First of all, the pay per view didn't start on time. Was this the the very first? I don't remember when, but yeah, it, was, it, it was Sandman versus Sabu in a ladder match. Because the very first one, the only thing that blew my mind and made me think that was barely legal. Was that the one that had the three way at the end? Yeah. Okay. But, but but that was the first time I saw. I didn't get that pay per view. That was the it, first it time I available. ever saw Tajuri and Crazy Thirty Three. Crazy, you never, you didn't see Crazy Thirty Three. Thirty Three, goddamn! I, I'm setting the record you. tonight. Super crazy. Yeah. Super crow. Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> Kurt's like, like we're gonna have to crazy. edit this out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Kurt, can you edit this show? No, out? no. Expose me for the fool I yeah. am. Expose me. No, but super crazy and Tajiri, uh, Tajiri and that was worth. But the were, rest, they, I don't think they were the first one, were they? Yeah. Because I remember never seeing them before. And that was the one with Michinoku Pro guys in, on the show, right? Were they? Yeah, I don't you have it wrong. Maybe I'm I pretty do. sure you. I'm have gonna have to look. To be yeah. honest, I don't remember a lot about the pay per view. Oh, and what I remember. This is like so sad. People are like listening to the show. I know. Like, Kurt can't remember anything. Alzheimer's <laughs> setting in. Yeah. No, what I do remember, the only thing I really remember is the people who were there watching it were excited to see Sabu because they had seen him live here. Yeah. And. Oh, was it an LA show? No, it was a paper. Oh, it was a paper. Oh, you saw him on local indie shows. You saw him. You saw the show with somebody else or something. Is it the pay per view? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why would paper, paper Back in those days, I didn't watch TV shows by myself. <laughs> you, I wasn't alone. Yeah, you saw it with somebody else. Yeah, I had friends back then. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but they were saying saying, "Wow, Sabu was the least exciting thing about this show tonight." You guys had parties for pay per views back then. Back then we did small ones, but remember we've only had like one pay per view party since then. <laughs> what the, was that? The one with Sophia. Oh, that's yeah. right. That was actually we don't, fun. We didn't have pay per view parties. I always laugh when like like Dave brings up that stuff, and it's like, dude, we, I never had a pay per view party. Well, it's kind of a thing of the past, I think, especially since everybody can just yeah, flip on the a first, phone let me and see. watch everything. I just looked it universe. up. Barely legal. Okay, what was? They say barely legal. Because I'm pretty sure I don't know if you saw the first pay per view because I don't remember it airing here. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Who? What? Yeah. Uh, the first paper was barely legal, and it had um, it had, it had. It did have a three-way dance, though. That's what I thought. I love how it doesn't tell me, like, who's, like... You have to go... Do you, <laughs> what do you need? Like, it? Yeah. It had the Eliminators versus the Dudley Boys to open. Mm-hmm. Then they had Rav, Rob Van Dam versus Lance Storm. Then they had Great Sasuke, Gran Amada, and Yakushiji versus the BW Japan, which was Takamichinoku, Cherry Boy, and um, Dick Togo. Then it had Shane Doug- Douglas versus Pitbull, number two. Taz versus Sabu was next. Then Terry Funk versus the Sandman and Stevie Richards. Yeah. And then they had Terry Funk versus Raven. Yeah. That okay, was right. then I, 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 for, for about the. Yeah, because I remember Tajiri came in afterwards. Yeah, for the 12th time today, I stand corrected. Because yeah. I remember that three way dance. And I remember the pay per view. You thought, you might have seen that, like you might have ordered it off somebody afterwards, like got it on tape or something. Possibly. The one I saw, because I remember I didn't see the first year because it didn't air here. Um, on my on my internet, I mean on my cable, I didn't get it. Yeah. Like for- you know what? I I know I did. The reason I remember seeing that first one because I remember that was the first significant push Stevie Richards got in the main event, and I remember being really jazzed because I always thought that guy should be pushed. I dug the the, the BWO stuff and all. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. that was great. But no, I I, st- I dug when he showed up at um, WCW and and Mike Tenay looks at him. Stevie Richards, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a shock to everyone. It's everybody. a shame that that ended so quickly in WCW because his role with Raven as Raven's like wacky sidekick yeah. was beautiful in, That's in weird. WCW. Yeah, I saw the. Wow, I don't remember which one I saw. The pay per view yeah. I saw. It was so, in November to remember. It was. Um, it had to be 2000 then. Wow. But the first time I, I had seen the, uh, so I stand correct. It was probably the next or the pay per view after that. But I remember that was before Tajiri had his whole gimmick when he was still just, you know, kind of like a yeah. button-down wrestler. But I remember just seeing him as super crazy, and it was like... Oh, it was 97. 
My uh, the one pay per view I saw. Ah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah, it was Sabu yeah. versus Sandman in a ladder match. November to remember. So they did air that other one. Um, I just remember the pay per views were expensive for me. For college. <laughs> I was still in college back then, man. <laughs> yeah, I used to buy pay per views even though I shouldn't have because I couldn't afford. I them. used to get pissed when Rob uh, Rob Feinstein would fucking take six eight weeks to send me a tape. <laughs> I hate that guy. If there's if there's one guy I hate in all of wrestling, Rob Feinstein. Rob Feinstein. That guy's well, an asshole. Under, you gotta understand though. He's he's probably like he's busy. He had those you know Boy Scout meetings he had to leave and stuff. You know? <laughs> I love how everybody in LA like cut promo hated him like cut promos on him like oh, Ron, Ron Rivera, that. Bob Barnett. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> I, and then I remember when they hit the, they had the carts. And, I, and one of my friends that I knew, he's like, hey, you need anything? I can get you anything. I, 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 I know a guy who works at a cart. And I was like, I don't need anything. <laughs> By that point, I had already known. Like, I knew. I, who would have thought I would have delved so Are deep into it? Are you talking about that cart that was in the Ontario? In Ontario, Ontario? Yes, yes. I remember I, I would go there occasionally just because it blew my mind that there was a little wrestling store in a shopping mall. Yeah, and it was like, a bootleg. And you're like, they're selling bootlegs. Exactly, Do people know right? this? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, but, but yeah the, I guess to sum up, if you edit a TV show well, you could probably make an okay product look really, really Yeah, so good, I, you know? I think they, they have, basically, they have good wrestlers. The girl, the ring announcer is freaking hot. Yep. Um, the announcers, I mean, I heard Vampire on Triple Mania, and he was awful. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to do that. I'm not going to watch the English version because I, I, don't, I don't have that channel. I, I don't have El Rey Network. But I'll watch the Spanish version in Unimas. Yeah. I don't know who's going to do the Spanish announcing. consistent with my uh, persona. You're not going to watch it? No, I intend to. The trouble is, I watch a little TV. I have no idea if we have El Rey Network or not. You probably... What cable do you have? I like Time Warner. We have Verizon. Verizon? Yeah. You might actually have it. I wouldn't be surprised if we do. We have so many damn channels. (laughs) Seriously, I don't keep track of them. This makes me feel old because when... Up until my early 40s, I knew every channel. Even if we had like a hundred and something, my, I knew my, what was what. My and- sister went once went and babysat at this um, at her boss's um, place. I think this was like in she's probably like she. It was before she met you, mm-hmm. and um, but everybody had cable by by that point. Right. We go to his house because she had me go with her to take her. I think he had, I think he had a daughter and a baby. Mm-hmm. So we're taking care of the kids. And, like, I'm like, well, she's like, you can watch some TV. I'm like, okay, let me watch some TV. And I turn it on. Five fucking channels. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, there's, I, look, I look at her like, dude, there's five fucking channels. I mean, why? We're, we're like, in 1997 by that point. It's like, everybody has more than five channels by then. What's this little clicker that, yes. what's this UHF thing they I'm have? Like, I'm know? like, even when I was in El Paso, I had, like, more than five channels. I mean, Jesus Christ. Oh, I do remember when when uh, cable was a luxury item, and it's like if you knew somebody who had cable, like oh, oh man, parties sure, yeah. at the house and well, when 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 uh, the first time I watched the NWA was like in ni- nineteen eighty six, mm-hmm. and it was that show that they had, you know, that special they would do, um, superstars in the super on the superstation, and um, we were at a, at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. I was a kid. And they like they were like, hey, you you, you can watch TV if you want. It's like okay, it was on a Saturday, so I turned in, I changed the channel, and they're showing wrestling. I'm like, holy shit, they're showing the Road Warriors, 
and I already knew who the, these right, people were right, just from the yeah. magazines and from buying action figures and stuff like that. Like, holy shit! So I'm like, I'm watching this stuff, and like, they have people coming over and stuff. I, I take over the TV basically. <laughs> like this is like 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 nobody else is gonna tell me to change it or anything. And like that was a good thing. Like nobody would actually bother. And they're like, "You're watching wrestling." Like, yeah, I'm watching. They're showing the the. It was a scaffold match. Right. It might have been like a Starcade like special was that or something. The Jim Cornette one. I think that was one where he fell off. Yeah. The, it might have been a special or something. They were just showing highlights and stuff. Because they showed um, it was like a thing where they would show like remember they would show like something in the in the like the their their studio. Mm-hmm. Then they would show something that happened elsewhere. Yes. Yes. And I, I was like, I was enamored with it. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Because yeah. I'd never seen the NWA before. And I was like, I kept thinking, man, I gotta get cable. We, yeah. You know, my favorite thing as a child, you know, before cable, was I would read the wrestling magazines. So I got the gist that, okay, Oregon has their wrestling, uh, Missouri has their wrestling, New York has their wrestling. And then there was Japan. There was Yeah, exactly. Japan. And so whenever the family would go on an out-of-state vacation, the first thing I'd do is try to find a TV guy. Yes. And it was like a big, and it was really fun. It took forever to look through it, but you went you through it. You find it. And what was fun is when I saw it, it was like, that's when you realize, boy, wrestling is a diverse, is a, it, you know, it's, it. That's when I realized, wow, I thought all wrestling was like L.A. wrestling. Every wrestling has its own flavor. The only wrestling like I could, really... whenever I would come here to L.A., the only wrestling I could find was in, um, was one of the Spanish shows. The Spanish Lucha Channel, the, one of the Spanish channels. Uh-huh. Um, Sin, I think it was. Yeah, that. oh, Spanish International yeah, Network. Yeah, that was the only channel I could find Lucha, and I was like, man, there's only, like, a handful. And I wasn't really into Lucha back then. Mm-hmm. That's a shock, right? I wasn't into Lucha. Yeah, I know, I was gonna yeah, say. because, I mean, you, everybody goes through it. Mm-hmm. If you get past the part where you could get over the them not selling bumps and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you'll enjoy Lucha Libre. Yeah. But like even Latinos, a lot of us don't get into it right away. Like we'll watch Raw, we'll watch It has to be You know, we'll watch yeah. like it'll 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 I was more into like the the brawling. I was into like brawling and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I mean, come on, do you want to watch guys like guys dressed in like like I th- actually I was into the the trio fantasy, so that was like different. That was like the wacky side of it, but like you really want to watch that guys just get back up from a clothesline, or do you want to see like Terry Gordy beat the shit out of like yes, the yes, Fantastics? Yes. Really? <laughs> so um, that was the only channel I could ever find Lucha on. I could never find. I, I found WWF one once, but I wasn't really into WWF. Yeah, I was never really into WWF just because it. Uh, like I liked Hulk Hogan when I first started, but it was like, eh, you know. Once you get past that, he's one of those ones. I I remember even as like a. But you were already a little older. I was when, a smart fan. Yeah, by that point, and even I thought. This I thought Hulk Hogan was a cool and it was a rush, but it wears off after a while if yeah. you're a really hardcore fan. To me, I kind of gravitated gravitated to the heels like right away, like when as soon as I started like seeing Macho Man, uh-huh. and like and you know what what really got me into Macho Man wasn't anything he was doing in WWF. It was that that rock and wrestling video. Yeah, how can you he, not get where into he gets him? in where he's feuding with Jerry Lawler? Yes, he he he, he, ch- he tells Jerry Lawler to come to his backyard. Mm-hmm. And like, and I'm just, and he's just like in this little dressing room, and he's just telling Jerry Lawler, "Come to my backyard, Jerry Lawler. <laughs> Wrestle me in a steel cage." And you're like, "Watch this really dopey cage, like this cage that's gonna fall apart." Yes. And that's what got me into Macho Man. And then, I, like, it was the Ricky Steamboat feud that got me into it. But it was like Savage Flair, Arn Anderson. Yeah. I dug Arn Anderson from the moment I saw him. I mean. And you would think as a kid you'd be like, oh, I th- I'm sure you like um, Kevin Von Erich and yeah. Kerry Von Erich. That's when you know you're, you're, you're but I actually a dug, hardcore wrestling. But I actually fan. dug those guys too. Yeah. That was weird. I also dug, I dug the Missing Link. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like like if you like follow me as in lucha, you'll see that I enjoy like the weirdest stuff. Like you have to be like really shitty like for me oh, to age from, you. from day one. I don't think there was any product. Uh, there was any product I didn't like. Well, yeah. well, of course, we all know the same year I discovered L.A. wrestling, I discovered Zetanis and El Ring. Uh-huh. You know, the most way out thing ever. And I, I mean, to this day, I love that. It's one of my favorites. But uh, the cool thing about living in Southern California is throughout the years, you'd get a dish. Of, like, we got Japan women in 1977. Yeah, I know. I, told, I heard. And uh, I know a lot of people would just, people I knew would just turn it yeah, off. Like, yeah, eh, they're talking. And that's oh, what... You know, people, oh, they're talking in Chinese and they're rolling around. But I was like, wow, look, wrestling in Japan, women, you know? I probably would do that when I would first start getting to wrestling. But, like, as, I mean, once I was, like, 12 years old, I was already reading, the, like, the magazines and stuff. Yeah. So, like, I would have watched that stuff. See, that's like, when you know yeah. you're, like, a super fan. Yeah. yeah. And I was watching Juarez that looked like, it, like, the shows would look like they were, like, trash. Yeah, like like people wouldn't watch that stuff because it looked like it looked like it looked like you you were gonna get some sort of like like some sort of like disease from like <laughs> from where they were wrestling because it looked like it just looked like the way they filmed it it made it look like even like dirtier but it looked cool like it was like that's what you want like, like in a David Lynch way yeah or something it made like it look that. like yeah yes. you want to watch this stuff like you want to watch like yeah you want to watch Sangre Chicano versus Paraguayo throw each other into a crowd and, like, see, like, all this garbage on the floor and, like, them bleeding all over the place. Oh, totally, totally. Fans grabbing, like, being pushed around. I and, loved it. It was, like, it was, like, raw. It was yeah. so raw that yeah. it was, like... And that's what I think, like, when you see, like, a TV taping, I think that's kind of, like, what... Like, if I was running a wrestling show, I would want something like ECW or, like, something yeah. that felt, like, a little more raw. I would, Whereas that, this totally. thing felt more like it was... Scripted. It was scripted. Scripted, cleaned up, homogenized. Yeah. Good for what it was. I I don't picture myself... I mean, I, I won't say until I actually see the finished project, but I don't picture myself watching it every week. Yeah. But I, I am curious to see what the initial yeah. episodes are going to be like. Yeah. I, I will watch those. The first episode I'll probably skip because it's got Blue Demon Jr. In. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I actually like Blue Demon Jr. this year. He's been pretty good this year. I well, I remember when I, when I saw him when he returned to AAA recently, I was surprised how on fire he was. Like, he worked really well with Diano Ford. I, I was so. really, I was actually really surprised. And Messias, so he's actually been doing very well lately. That's very yeah. cool. Well, we covered a lot of ground. Quite a bit. Totally, totally. And, well, thank you, uh, who, those of you who endured this uh, lengthy podcast. Next Long podcast, time. I'll tell you about Skyman falling should, or you want me to tell you this right now? What's that? Skyman falling. Skyman, tell me about Skyman falling. You, have you seen the video? No, you don't know. What no, I haven't. Um, there's this guy named Skyman mm-hmm. in Mexico. I was actually going to say this like earlier, but I, I didn't know where to throw it in. <laughs> but um, <laughs> they have this um, building in uh, called Arena San Juan, mm-hmm. where um, it looks like this factory mm-hmm. was like split open and like they put a ring in there. Oh my god! But it's like. Picture like apartment building, like an apartment building, but you cut out the the outside part. Mm-hmm. So you have like four floors, but you like cut out the outside part. So like you have like the it kind of looks like that, and then they have like a little like a, a rail mm-hmm. so the fans can sit there and watch. So this guy decides he's going to do a dive off, I think the third floor, oh, sh- onto everybody else. Uh-huh. So these other guys just did dives. One of the dudes is fucking limping. To get back Uh-oh. for this guy to... So there's like four or five guys waiting for him. So this guy does his dive, and he misses everyone. <gasps> lands. Oh. Lands. I think he landed on his back. 
any word if he's okay. He's okay. He's he's oh, gonna miss like three months out of. He suffered injuries. That's scary. But it could have been worse. Wow. But this guy, like afterwards, he said it. A lot of people told me it was like a, a pretty stupid idea. <laughs> and he actually he actually admitted afterwards he thought it was kind of a, a bad idea. Bad idea. He actually there's a video where they interviewed him and he said that he kind of does regret doing it. <laughs> He's like, but he didn't say he wouldn't do it again. Oh dear. But I'm like, my god, this guy's this guy's insane. Yeah, so oh my god. So I was just thinking about that when we were talking about the whole um guys jumping off the Yes. But I yes. mean, like that's not even as bad as what these guy this guy was doing. This guy was basically like practically could have died in this match. That is scary. So they posted video of it. Uh-huh. So you could see it on YouTube. It's it's very um Is it creepy or yeah, because the guy falls on him. But I mean, it's I. I he's, yeah, I mean he's oh he's okay. Okay, okay. I, it's, it's I can watch it. I know he's gonna be okay. I I, I feel weird it's, watching stuff. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny because all th- I think it was like four, five, three or four guys that are standing there to grab him, and they all, he still missed them. I was like, dude, oh you should really do a dive. Like, yeah. make sure you're like you can see the guys. I mean, if you're gonna jump off the fucking third floor, you don't really have to make it that complicated. Exactly. Just do a plancha. Exactly. Yes, yes. Yes. Don't. don't Why the fuck don't are you going to make it so complicated? Just, just the fact that you're jumping off. The you don't have to do a corkscrew. You don't have to do tartanine. Yeah. Like, if, they, if, if they catch you just doing that basic fall, will probably even get you a woman for the night. You know I mean, just Jesus. Yeah. So it's like it's just it was just one. I just wanted to bring that up oh, for the. Jeez. Wow. Bring the show to wow. a da- downer. And <laughs> <laughs> in a down note. Yeah. Well, at least he's going to be okay. So that's the up on the down note. Yeah. It's a down note with an upbeat. End. Yes. Well, but. Yes. Don't jump off buildings, people, please. The, the moral of the story, don't, don't jump don't jump off of buildings. If yeah. you plan on wrestling, yes. or if you're a wrestler, don't jump off a building. Yeah. Don't do backyard wrestling, yeah. kids. You know. Is that face finally gone? Do people still do backyard wrestling? I think they still do. Oh, dear. Except, except now those guys are getting into wrestling. <laughs> yeah. A lot sooner. Like, if you watch a lot of Lucha, you see a lot of guys who are kind of like seem like they would be backyard wrestlers <laughs> in real life. DTU, yeah, it's like, true, it's true. Yeah. And they probably never did backyard wrestling, but they're trained like backyard yeah. wrestlers. They're in the ring. So, okay, well, anyways, we will be back probably pretty soon. Yeah, probably two weeks. We'll probably have more, like... Actually, we might have a we might have some stuff for, like, an upcoming show. Yes. Can't really say much about it. We can't it. say much, but we're... Because, because you know how we're so against... Talking about stuff that we have to like not talk about, like yes. the NDAs and stuff we like that. We hate that though, yeah. Yes. Or STDs. Yes, we can't. Those are the worst. Especially when we you get sores. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you think you have an yeah. issue, you scratch yeah. down there, yeah, but yeah. It, it's painful instead, and you it we should burst open. If we keep going, we're gonna end up talking about the the show from today, the CML show from today. Uh, no, no, I don't no, plan no. on talking about that. No, 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 we don't want to chase them away forever. Actually, the only highlight from this show if you guys see the video um erica the ring girl mm-hmm. she um I, I told you about metallica doing a pepe del toro gimmick yeah um she dressed her and another eticon mm-hmm. had um pepe del toro out looking outfits oh, no way. best looking pepe del toros since pedro really? infante <laughs> 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 they might be better looking at pedro, pedro infante yeah. too <laughs> better looking than cate jurado i have no idea what that is <laughs> that was the Lady or Katie Harado, I guess. Yeah. That was Kurt. Kurt bringing back something. Look, 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 for, look for a clip from old Pedro Infante movies because he started with the lady named Katie Harado. Oh, in the fifties. Oh my God, I would love to get a time machine. I would watch. The, I would watch those, but I don't. I wouldn't keep up with the stuff. Like I barely kept up with the lucha. 
she would just say she was one of the most devastatingly beautiful actresses I've ever seen mm. from that era. And we should bring up um, we should bring up Steve Sims is retiring. Oh my Steve, god, Dr. how can we end without that? Yeah. Yes, he. Well, it sounds like he's. From what he said on the podcast, he's he's retiring, and the Cubs fan is going to get more work. That's, <laughs> that's the breaking news. Yes, the Cubs fan is available to do more writing for everyone else. Because you know, you... the Cubs, Cubs fan, you don't work hard enough. You don't do enough. You don't we want give you enough. to do more. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Poor guy will not sleep at all. Yes. No, but uh, he's. It's he... not, but the cool thing about Steve Sims is he's. Backing off doing weekly, daily reports and that kind of thing, and sounds like he wants to do some bigger projects. He's planning on doing books, mm-hmm. and I think he's gonna he's gonna continue to do podcasts. Yeah, I don't know how. What is he gonna talk about? He's not gonna keep up with this stuff. How's he gonna tell the people what's going on in a in a Renacoli sale on a Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> well, my impression, yeah, my, I mean, my impression it sounds like he wants to do bigger historical projects and. Uh, he, he wants to cut I, I was I was kind of I, I didn't even tweet this but I guess I'll bring it up now uh-huh. um, he said he was going to cover because uh, it's true um, every single pro, like Japan has a guy who covers historical mm-hmm. stuff on Japan there, Steve Yohi does a lot of, there's Steve Yohi and a lot of other guys mm-hmm. who do America nobody really does it for um, Lucha like wow. America English there's guys like DJ Spectro does a lot for um, of that stuff for um, in Spanish mm-hmm. but um there really isn't anybody who does it in um, in English, and Steve said he was going to cover that, and I I, I would say, well, he's going to enter the 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 high paying niche of, um, <laughs> but I think I understand. Like he wants to do like some historical stuff, like write it out and like maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, he's, if, I if he say, does a book, it'd be kind of interesting. Which be, I must say, I look it'd be forward fun. to that. Yeah, he could. I think he'd crank out some good yeah. historical. As long as his book has co- like it's, has covers with Alusha on it and stuff like that. Exactly. I think they'll sell well. We should do a Kickstarter for him, but only have it contingent on that Alushe is on the cover. Yes. Yes. That's what we yes. should do. Alushe, actually, it has to be Dr. Lucha wearing a mask, mm-hmm. holding Alushe, like like, like like on his lap. Like, yes, like, like that, Santa like, Claus. Like that traditional, remember the Tineablas photo? Yes, yes, Where it's yes. the Tineablases and Alushe's in the middle? <laughs> we should have and him do that. we have to Photoshop Alushe wearing a world championship belt, too. We don't have to Photoshop. I'm pretty sure we could get somebody to give him a, a world That's championship. True. Yes, yes. There's, I mean, we just went. To, I'm pretty sure there's like plenty of luchadors here, or wrestlers here that have belts. I gotta say, you and I come up with some fun ideas. I, I hope we can put these. in I think we should fantasy today. book Steve Sims' career. Yes, there you go. Oh God, Steve Sims. <laughs> if you're listening, Steve we're fantasy Sims. booking your booking. We're booking your, your, your book. Your book career. Oh, I bet you're gonna love. Oh, us, he actually Steve. mentioned um, the something about the exoticos, and like um, Brian was telling him he should do a, do a book on, on the yes. exoticos, and I actually agree because when we were thinking of doing we the, we were talking about doing we, that. It was so like. Like, because there was so much about it that you could do a book on that. Yes. And there's so many of them available, like uh, Pimpinella, Cassandro. Definitely. Um, we could still go for it if we want. Oh, I'm not going to do it. That's Steve. Steve's going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we have our own project in the works. What project is that? The Lucha World Podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to complete it's in the works. Trying to complete the Lucha World Podcast. Yeah, trying to do it without uh, trying to complete the Lucha World Podcast episode thirty three. And making and having it all make sense. Is this like the longest show we've done? Yeah, I, mean, I think it is. I think we're at like two. We're at okay, this uh one hour fifty eight minutes, twelve seconds, thirteen, fourteen, so we will see you people very soon. Hepcats.